Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy. AKA the modern day goof Haraja coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, 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 wee, gabba, gabba, gay, gabba, 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 wee, gabba, 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 the girl, she's mine, and holy motherfucking shit. She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction when I'm walking to my car. I have no idea what the words are of this song. (laughs) And I'm feeling all fired up and... Mick Jagger, the man is in town. <laughs> Becky Lynch back in the motherfucking house for you with all of our spicy wrestling reactions. That was all part of that. That was all right. part of that. Perfectly planned, perfectly executed. That's how we do it. Welcome back to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. I just want to apologize for that intro. That's just what we do. But uh, if you don't like it. Okay, because uh, uh, that's nice and fun and great. Hey, in studio, to my front, as always, Nasty Newman. Hey, how about it? Yeah, baby, I don't know. How about it? And uh, you guys know that when me and Newman here, I mean, we're... We're both great guys. We're just- and uh, <laughs> we're just a couple of great, great, great guys. Guys, so look, we got a lot to talk about today mm-hmm. on today's podcast. Uh we are officially in lull season of professional wrestling, everybody. So I just want to tell everyone right out the, the bat, before I get into all, all the stuff I got to talk about, know that there, no matter how lully the WWE product is, especially going into this Christmas season, and before the Kraken awakens, uh, Royal Rumble weekend. The Kraken? Yes, the Kraken of the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> is that uh, a Christmas? By the way, is this noise a Kraken? I always think that's like the Kraken awakening. Is that just my nerdy Magic the Gathering sign of myself? Yes. Is that a Leviathan? Brock coming to live? Anyway, so uh, uh, the lull, no matter what, the, the cow podcast does never never lulls. No. Well, as a matter of fact, 
We have a yin and yang situation going with the product. You, the less you give me, the more I have to give everybody. Absolutely. So anyway, just know we're going to have a good time here today. Anyway, and everybody fucking relax. Okay, everybody relax. I got so many messages about how bad Raw was and people want to turn it off. Everyone, relax. We're going to get into it, okay? Maybe there's some good here. Maybe there's some good to salvage. I'll argue that there was, babies. There was tons of good stuff, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, during the lull times, Daddy. <laughs> during the lull times. You know what the lull times is? It's when you get the revival, job and two, lucha, house party, Daddy. Absolutely. Dude, you know, lull times, Daddy. Lull times is when... There's no real general manager. There's a general manager elect, but you're like, who runs the show? I don't know. This is low times, daddy. Low times, daddy. <laughs> it's when you got Dean Ambrose, who is most definitely an anti-vaxxer, getting a vaccine in a doctor's office, daddy. Yeah, low times, daddy. It's when Dean Ambrose cuts a promo that has no no identity to it. Is this a comedy? Is this is this? Are you angry? What the fuck happened, daddy? Anyway, these are low times, daddy. But speaking of low times, well, everyone else is WWE. But WWE's in the low times, daddy. COW is in hot times, baby. We're pushing, baby. Patrons, Patreon is hot. Everything is hot. We got so much going on here so it doesn't matter even if we're in lull times all right anyway oh, hold on one second i gotta relax you know how i relax right uh, yeah i do <sighs> crack into a one percentage whoop ass Ooh, hey i mean is there anything that sounds better <sighs> on mic than a can being opened it's not just a can Lacroix is an extra pop i would argue hey get, ask me what flavor i have what flavor yeah lime why would you fucking ask that it's always lime anyway uh all right look guys we're uh, one week out from Patreon hitting 100. I got tons of announcements because we hit 100 patrons faster than I expected. And I, I, I'm, I, 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 like we said, this was not none, none of mm. none of our Patreon. We're not this. We're offering value, okay? Yeah. Right? With pa Patreon is about growing the 4D cow experience. So that starts with a couple of these announcements here. Patreon, by the way. If you bought a COW patron-exclusive hoodie of the cow title, which, by the way, is it around my waist right now as I record? Yes. Absolutely. COW title. Uh, if you want that, those hoodies will ship out early next week. As soon as Monday, Tuesday, you'll be getting a cow hoodie, and we'll be rocking them here in studio, uh, uh, hopefully on the pod next week. Uh, but, yeah, if you ordered one, I'm going to tell you this right now. So these hoodies, they're they're half sold out right now. Wow. So I don't, they are limited edition. Okay. Uh, I can only, we only have the resources to get a limited amount of them. So if you want one, if you're holding back on them, you're sleeping on it. I have half of them are sold out. Not to mention, I only have a limited amount in each size. Okay. So, uh, for all the people who ordered early, I guaranteed your size and I stick with that. I said, if you got your orders in by, uh, by Monday, you got it. I guarantee your size. Everyone else is going to be the sizes that I got. So jump on it sooner rather than later. You can just DM me on Facebook or message me in the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group or through patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Uh, yeah. Also, one other thing is uh, for some, for for all uh, the Patroniacs, 
you will be receiving a nice little uh, nice little Christmas uh, surprise Christmas in the mail. Bonus. If you put your address in the Patreon, if you didn't put your address in there, I don't know where to send mm. a little Christmas uh, a little Christmas treat for you. So go on Patreon and uh, put put your address in there, slot it in there. That'd be a great thing to have for future use for us to use, so we can uh, show our appreciation to you. So go on there; it should be easy. Uh, pa- yeah. Before we move on from the hundred Patreons, yeah. I want to give we should give a shout out to Lisa Dennis, who absolutely listener Lisa Dennis who uh, was matching people's donations. Yeah, unbelievable. $2 subscriptions up to $20, so like 10 people. She did it a few times. Uh, unprecedented level of support. Absolutely. Yeah, shout out to uh, Petrodiac Lisa Dennis. I actually owe a bunch of Patreon shout outs. I'm going to do all the patron shout outs next week, all okay? Right. Yeah. Uh, 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 I think that's what you said last week. Yeah, I did say that last week, uh, but you'll see why this is getting pushed off, okay? Not to mention because Patreon makes it, it makes it harder for me to do what I want to do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so here's, what I, here's a big announcement, okay? D, my stand-up special... Of all professional wrestling material that I recorded in August at SummerSlam during the Comedians Wrestling SummerSlam Tacular, it I will be releasing it for everybody in I'll tell you the exact date coming up, but right now, Q1 2019. Okay? <laughs> Q1. Know that. Q1 2019, you will be able to have it. Okay? Uh 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 uh, uh Anosh, I can hear you clicking. Still, the clicking is loud. I want I think I feel like we should talk about this for a second. Dan has these demands of me and Anosh, right? I'm not Wait, allowed to look at my. F- that's a good point. I'm not, look, I'm yeah. not allowed to look at my phone. I'm not allowed to like. I, I guess avert my attention at all while Dan even is if speaking. you're researching something yeah. related to the podcast. You're not Don't to, make me seem like a dictator. You're not yeah. allowed to click. You're not allowed. No, to, I, was say, I was even even if I'm clicking because I'm editing the right. episode picture. I'll give. I, and 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 I mean, I'll stand with Dan on this one. Your eating is very loud in the mic. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I need to stay fueled up for these nine-hour sessions that yeah. dic- the supreme rules. leader has us record. Absolutely. Hey for- guys, uh, guys. He's the te- Dan is the Teddy yeah. Long of this podcast. <laughs> he just keeps inventing these rules and stipulations. Listen up, players. Okay, I, I can't. You know, look, someone's got to fucking rule the roost around here. But I'll say, I felt like the clicks were being they were going into the mic. No, I, they sounded loud. I didn't hear him. I was coming from a I was coming from an engineering perspective. Okay, right. there was no knock on Anosha's work. He's right now editing a fantastic. Fantastic photograph of me, and I look amazing in it. Uh, oh yeah, Newman's in there too. Yeah. But uh, uh, I this mean, picture's see, uh, this picture's dropping. Back, but, uh, this picture's dropping in Q4 of 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, no, Newman. When my complaint. All right, if you want to air this out on the air here, Let's do it. as we say that there's no little times here, Daddy. Okay. Uh, no, sometimes I'm making a great point about <laughs> professional wrestling. Okay, and I say this sometimes. I'm a modest individual. By the way, my special will be dropping Q1 of 2019. <laughs> so remember what we're talking about. Probably our biggest announcement of the podcast, completely derailed by the two of you, who complain that I don't get shit done. You fucking blew the announcement, okay? We might have to start the the pod over. Uh, All right, we don't have time. My apologies. Anyway. I'll try to, my apologies, Supreme Leader. I'll try to eat my rations at a quieter level. I know you're Canadian, but you you don't have to, you don't have to apologize. (laughs) I will now be censoring you, Jabron's, with booze. Okay, now I make a great point to you, okay? And I'm, I'm, I'm on a roll, and I'm even surprising myself. You know, like all good improv and all... When you're on a roll and you're ahead of it, I'm like, wow, isn't this great? And I'm, and I'm giving it to you. And we're making eye contact. We're connecting. The magic, the cow podcast magic is in full fucking effect. All right? We're rocking. We're rolling. Uh, we're Josh Brolin. And, and we're going. And so 
And then I'll be saying to you, and then right when I'm at the heat of the point where I'm looking at you and I think you're going to be like, yes, I'm picking up what you're putting down. You pick up the phone and you look into the phone. It's like it went one ear out the other. You were just looking at me vacantly. If I if I needed a vacant stare, I mean, I'd head back to my home. All right. Am I right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So you pick it up. So I said to you before we record the podcast, hey, maybe, you know, time out. You're looking at the phone better. Even if you're looking up facts for the podcast, I felt like that was fair. I know you thought that was unfair. You call me supreme leader over that. I don't know a time when you're not talking, so I don't know when Newman would be able to look on his phone. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, hopefully, hopefully you grow. Hopefully you grow past these insecurities. Yeah, that's what I can say. All right. Can I get back to the announcements here? Uh, proceed. You say. All right. So you're not saying you don't see my point at all. You've never had that point where you go, "Fuck." You, you looked at the phone. You go, "Maybe I shouldn't look at the phone. Maybe that wasn't being." That wasn't wasn't a supportive time to look at the phone. Have You've I, never had that thought ever. No. No? No. You've been like, yo, he doesn't. Every time I look at the phone, it's the exact right time. All right, I, I know. So have you noted these moments in the in the recordings? I have, and it's funny to watch you buckle with insecurity because someone <laughs> is not listening to you right, for we a gotta second. Add out I that am listening. Part, but we got to add out that insecurity part. <laughs> I'm listening. I can look at the screen and hear you speaking and, and grok what you're saying. Yeah, I know, but it throws me off because I, it, for a second, oh, he doesn't like it. Right, you know? For you, and, and it sake- is, I'll give it to you. You're right. It is funny because you don't have anyone to talk to. You can't turn to me because I have no idea what you're <laughs> yeah, talking about. You're sometimes, so, you're, you're over there doing some work on there. Great yeah. work, as a matter of fact. Well, yeah. Fantastic work, especially for a Canadian. And you're doing, you know, doing your best. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then Newman, I look at you. So then if you're not there, I'm literally speaking into a vacuum. Yeah, it's okay. Well, and listen, you- I know that I'm a ranter. I know I'm a, a fucking mouth hog. I know that's why I have to have a podcast. Because you think about how, how thank you. When you listen to this podcast, you're doing me a tremendous service, right? Because imagine I didn't have this outlet. What I would be at parties. I've lost friends probably before yeah. I had this podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you. But think about me in the room just talking into a, a black piece of foam. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's but there's nothing you can do. There's only two of you. To wrap you know? this up, what would you like? What do you think I should do with my phone? Stick it, it up your ass. It doesn't matter oh. what you, you think. Oh. <laughs> it looks like I got mood. Okay, can we get back to the announcements yes. here? Okay, yes. and I feel like we had a we had a constructive conversation about this off the air, right. and you you aired it out here, and because it's lull times, Daddy, I felt <laughs> like it was proper times. I forced to your air hand it out here, just that. so you guys know. Me and Newman are about two seconds away from couples counseling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, by the way, you'd be surprised. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, performers who are in, like bands and stuff, they have to go to, right. Well, yeah. the Metallica, Metallica, they're the, they're yeah. the most famous. I majored in psych. I'd love to conduct a session Young between Ian you two. Or what's your school? Uh, University of British Columbia. No, no, I know oh. school you went to. Was <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Young Ian psychology, Freudian. What's your no, thing? no? Uh, I don't have a specific one. I like it all. You know, I'm a mixed bag. I'm right. a, That's like saying, like, oh, mm. what's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? It's like, oh, yeah, I mean, there's so many. I can't. Yeah, right. this yeah. is hot garbage. All right, this guys, the, the soundboard has spoken. All right, listen, I gotta get back to the announcements. All right, okay, all right, all right. All right. All right. All right. okay. So, all right, I know she's gonna have to edit this part to be in the beginning or something. Okay, so look, the pod is the pod, bro. The stand up. Special, okay, which I will announce the title of right now. All right. I will announce the title right now here on the podcast. The title of my all pro wrestling stand up special. Give it a little, uh, I don't have a drum roll, but what's the equivalent of a, of a, a pro wrestling drum roll? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Burn it down. The special is called 
wrestling is real. Okay, nice. just flat out, wrestling is real. Okay, <laughs> that's the deal. <laughs> Fuck anyone who thinks wrestling isn't real. Wrestling is real. It's not just real to me, damn it. It just is real. It's nothing to do with me, perspective. It is an irrefutable fact that wrestling is real. Are you worried people are going to think the name of the special is Wrestling Israel? Uh, not worried because we, we we've heard of a, you ever heard of a space bar? Well, I think we'll be all right. Anyway, wrestling is real. It's coming out Q1 2019. I will announce the date. Uh, uh, but here's the announcement. The announcement is that for the uh, patrons uh, at the producer level, level, okay, at the uh, I think it's called Jabroniac producer level. I will, as a Christmas gift, be releasing the special for you as a preview before it goes public. As the as the producers, I will release it on Christmas Day. And you can watch it. You'll have a private way to watch it. Uh, see, that just threw me off. How? Newman was typing on the phone. It I threw me off. I was turning off. I'm still announcing I this. I was special. turning off the <laughs> ringer on my phone. Shouldn't you do that before we record? Sure, I should, but I didn't, so I was doing it now. Oh, I've still been clicking this whole time. Yeah, I, I know. Well, this time, it doesn't sound as loud for some reason. Anyway, all right. Uh, 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 it would be Christmas Day. Uh, so, for as a. Uh, uh, so anyway, and that means anyone who's on Patreon who uh, wants to upgrade and check it out, you know, to get to that level. I don't know where you're at uh, to check it out and watch it early. Uh, if you're sitting around, uh, it was important to me to think like, hey, during the times where you're sitting around on the couch, you want to watch something, you could check it out. Uh, this will this will uh, encapsulate the infamous stunner incident mm -hmm. where uh, for the new listeners where I stunnered, gave a stunner to a random audience member who decided to get involved in the show it's randomly. Stupid asshole move. <laughs> yeah, during my fight or that. flight moment, I decided to pro-wrestle. <laughs> fight, flight, pro-wrestle. <laughs> and that's where I went. I wrestled. So you'll be able to check that out. So, um, uh, cool. I'll set the... If you... Um, uh, you got to sign up. If you want to get producer credit on the special, that has to happen. The, the cutoff cut for that will be December 15th, okay? So if you join that level and you want to be in the credits as a Petroniac producer of the of the special December 15th, uh, I'm really proud of how this turned out. I cannot wait for you guys to, to check it out, see how it cut together, um, and for the people who were there, for you to uh, relive the magic. <laughs> I'm going to say that non-ironically. Um, yeah, you, know, you go to a takeover, and then you go home and you watch yeah. the takeover, because it's a different experience. It's a different experience. It is a different experience. Um, cool. So... Um, uh, great. So also, we had this push to 100 patrons, which happened faster than we expected, which is awesome. The cow nation is growing, especially in low time steady. Uh, uh, Patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. We, I will be, I'm putting, this week, we'll have new tiers, higher tiers for more. You guys said you wanted more. That was the whole point of this push, that you guys wanted more. I will be giving you more. We'll be making new tiers, new goals. And the ultimate goal is on this podcast, which is when we hit 2,000 patrons, I will burn my CPA license here on the air, and I will uh, no longer practice accounting because I will be a professional podcaster, daddy. All right. So uh, check that out. We'll talk about that more next week. Um, again, sorry. More announcements here. But uh, we have... 
Patreon giveaways, right? From I said from that 90 to 100 push, I would be giving away pieces of merch from my personal collection, and uh, I will be doing. I did. I gave away two pieces of merch. I gave a Seth, Seth Rollins T-shirt, and I gave away a The Rock uh, metal action figure. Out to uh, Sean Bartlett and Zachary Gerard, awesome uh, patrons of this podcast. And uh, so this week, <clears throat> I'll do it on the Facebook page, Comedian Wrestling Facebook page. Talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Under his eye, blessed to be the fruit. Uh, but uh, seriously, for new listeners, join our Facebook page. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not part of our Facebook page, you're missing out. Best professional wrestling community on the planet. I stick by that. I would go head to head with any <laughs> with any other professional wrestling Facebook community, and that's the bottom line. Uh, uh, but I'm going to be giving away this week. Hey, from Japan, I'm going to give away my Naito keychain. The one that I have. Yeah, the one I got for you. Yeah. I have one more. It's from. This is straight from Japan. Yeah. I'm going to be giving that away free. And I'm also going to be giving away WWF Attitude Era Championship Belt pin. Oh, that pin is The awesome. pin is sweet. I don't want to give this away at all. <laughs> and I don't think I don't want to give away either, except that I have one. Right. So luckily I have a backup uh, of this. But I'll be giving those away this week on the Facebook page. I'll do a live auction, uh, uh, a live random drawing on there for the patrons that are from one to uh, hundred. Okay. Um, right now, also remember on Patreon, we have our bonus episodes for the tier review on bonus episodes. Right now, we did a pivot away just for this week from the movie dissections episodes to do a WWE home video dissection of my favorite WWE home video, The Rocked. The People's Champion, The Rock <laughs> DVD. It's, as far as my knowledge, the only DVD that's all The Rock in pure, those like three, that three year phase from what, like 90, 98 to 2000? Yeah. That's three years, right? 98. Uh, in wrestling. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it is three years. Because uh, the full years. Yeah. Uh, that whole time when he's in full third person rock. Right. And we're going to talk about that uh, on the episode. And <clears throat> watching that was pretty awesome. Uh, I have a lot to say about that. I'll probably. That'll probably uh, layer into today's episode about some things I didn't like about Raw and things I did like about uh, what The Rock did right. It's like watching The Rock DVD, watching Primo Rock is like centering yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like seeing like, oh, here, here's the master of doing this correctly. Mm -hmm. Whether you have any complaints about Rock, some people complain he didn't deliver on pay-per-views. That was one complaint people with Rocks. They were like crazy about his work rate and stuff. <clears throat> Uh, I don't even know what he's, that means. I, I'm, I'm talking about complaints I've heard from, frankly, jabroni of opinions. Right. Those, those, it, those are classic. What'd you say? It doesn't matter right. what you said. Because when you rock, watch rec, uh, The Rock for a second, especially after a day where I'm watching pieces of Raw and SmackDown, yeah. uh, uh, I was finishing up SmackDown today, you're like, no one is even uh, close to this level. Right. We say it all the time right now. Right now we're in an era of the best wrestling of all time in ring and also talk about this this let's call it the sport of professional wrestling that how it e escalates uh, uh if it's sports entertainment the sport element of professional wrestling is so high yeah the theater the the level of sports theater is it's insane it's not even believable some of the stuff that happens you can't even it seems magic it seems fake it seems like i was saying last week about alistair black it's more mind-blowing than some stuff i've seen in marvel movies right these movies are the high budget stuff but in terms of entertainment, we are not. Right. We are, I, <clears throat> inter entertainment, I mean, as far as entertainers, hmm. 
uh, well-rounded performers, actors. I think we're probably, I don't want to say the lowest point ever, but no, we're not there. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I think that, it because you had The Rock and you had Stone Cold and they were both at the same time. But other than that, other than those two, who who from the last 20 years is even on that level? Is there anybody? As as uh, John Cena. John Cena. John Cena is the, is the uh, in, oh God, in terms of Mike skills. I mean, so it's almost like it's less damning who, who, about. Who? I mean, no. In terms of there, like let's be let's be super. If we're gonna be super generous, okay. Um, Tis the season. Yeah, if we're gonna be super generous, I'll say guys who are who were who cut some pretty solid pro, who did some pretty solid promo work. Like Edge did some pretty good promo work in his time. He's had some. I, I put it, quote unquote legendary uh-huh. uh, 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 promos, but he's had some great moments, uh, like the the sex celebration. He, you know what I mean? Like, so that's not on the level of mm-hmm. the rock stuff for me. Especially, we're always gonna have an age bias. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, what what other? I guys? guess my point though, is Edge. That- um, well, obviously, like Vince. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But my point is like so it's less but it's, it seems like it's less damning of like this generation of of, of wrestlers and more uh like honor like honorific of the rock himself where it's like hey, it's, there's almost nothing that anybody can do like nobody has topped him in, since he's been around no. so it's you know I don't I, know. I, 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 I I uh, like I'll give a sh- <laughs> I'll give a shout out to my friends Beth Powell and Sarah Claspel's podcast. Their podcast called Everything Is Rent. Mm-hmm. Check it out now. I was on their latest episode. Uh, they asked me to kind of like dredge up my memories <laughs> of seeing Rent for the first time and my and my takes on it. Uh, which I, I haven't seen it since I saw the movie when it came out. That was the last time, and I saw the musical one time when I was in when I was thirteen years old. Yeah. Now it's five hundred twenty five thousand six hundred moves. Absolutely. Oh, should I press that? You know what? This is gonna take all day. This is gonna take all day. Just let this it run in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna take all day. Uh, but so, but we. It reminded me of wrestling because there, there's always parallels to wrestling. It's part of what I love about professional wrestling is how I how I actually use philosophies from it. Sometimes I'm speaking to my wife, and I'll just be like, "Well, you know what? Like, I hate to, and I have to always, I always have to preface it with like, I hate to bring this back to wrestling again, but I'm like, this guy, yeah, you're getting worked." You're getting worked by this guy, I right? I had this conversation with my girlfriend the other day about <laughs> one of somebody, her mom, getting worked by somebody. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's funny how that relates. But it's, we were we were discussing Rent and Hamilton, uh-huh. just like the gap from how I'm like in my mind, Rent was a big movement in Broadway theater, right? Uh-huh. In Broadway. And then I'm like, I don't think anything touched that level until Hamilton. Now, you could argue Book of Mormon, but I I don't. I I, Yes, you could. It would be a good argument. But I would say Book of Mormon was almost like, not Edge, something. It's almost like Cena, right? Right. But like, no, I, I think like. There sometimes the point is it's more about the time frame than anything else. Hmm. I feel like the, there are between big stars, it's something that wrestling can't escape. There always is going to be like a gap, and right now it's interesting. We don't, we don't, uh, we have. When you watch The Rock, you're like, no, no one is doing this. No yeah. one. There's a moment in that Rock DVD where Triple H, who by the way is probably, probably the best Mike guy in the whole company right now. Okay, hmm. Triple H says to him. In a promo, this is from the Attitude Era, probably 99. 
This is rocking like the full on $800 shirt. He said it was $600. I actually know the exact price of his shirt. One thing Rock was great at was specificity, which we realized. Yeah. But um, he, the, the Triple H says to him like, hey, you're not even fit to like hold my, hold jock. my jock. Right. And he delivers it pretty well. Right. Um, it's not a terrible line either. Yeah. Right. But then the Rock, in response, he's on the top of the ramp. He high ground waits for a beat. Yeah. What? He has the high ground. Yeah. Well, yeah. I. Oh, yes, <laughs> guys. You all know about the concept of higher ground, right? Yeah. For episode three. One of the, it's one, This is look for the new listeners out there. You got to understand the higher ground is a principle that we've taken from the greatest movie of all time, episode three, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, uh, where. Seemingly out of nowhere, the most important moment in Star Wars history has to do with a concept of higher ground that none of us swordsmen were familiar with. Right. The Rock has it, though. And you can force jump, with, which will break gravity, but somehow that's... Anyway, yeah. um, Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader because of... Spoiler alert, because of the higher ground. Anyway, so tr uh, the rock is on the top of the ramp, having probably actually parallel ground because Triple H is in ring. Right. Probably about the same, but yes. He takes a beat, which uh, right away watching it shocked me. Yeah. And the audience knows, like, he has this. Because it's something like in improv, you talk about control. Like, you know, uh, when you, it's like whenever you watch a performance, any performance, it doesn't have to be improv. When you watch somebody perform, audiences give you the benefit of the doubt right out the gate, right? You come out and they're like, oh, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And then the second they see you don't know what you're doing, then you're fucked for the rest of the show. Yeah. Right? Then you're playing catch up, mm -hmm. you know? So, so many of the talents we have now are in constant places of catch-up. You could probably even prove that by listening back to this podcast, where we're like, oh, that was pretty good for him. Right. People are, or, or her, they're underwater, you right. know? Uh, Becky, even Becky Lynch, who's the breakout star of professional wrestling right now, I'm blown away by what she's doing. I just didn't see it in her, and she had to play catch-up for me. I didn't think she had that kind of mic control, right. or, you know? So The Rock is someone where the audience knows he's got it. And this is very rare that like he's got it. And they also like him. So like Cena, at some point, they knew he had it, but just didn't like him. So it was like, fuck him. But they, they'd boo him. But everybody gives him his, his moment, and he takes a break. And then he goes, seeing as The Rock wasn't done, you should know your role and shut everybody in unison. And shut your mouth. Yeah. It's like the line never happened. <laughs> he completely dismantled it. He has a force field around yeah. him of performance. Yeah. So if you, when you watch a moment like that, it never, it never happens. Do you any see any kind of theatrical moments like that ever? Mm -mm. It's all just I'm the best, fuck you. And then if there's a moment of tension, I punch you, and that's it. There's a lot of chain screaming. Uh, you know what I mean? Like th there's never uh, they don't enjoy. It's one thing you learn is like uh, that silence is golden. Mm. Uh, yeah, it just uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't happen. But anyway, you should all have nothing to do. You should never have anything bad to say about The Rock. He's on another level of performance. Now, I will say the only person I've seen who, ha who who I think could pull off what he does is Bray Wyatt. Hmm. I think Bray Wyatt as an actor has that kind of control, and they don't even know what to do with him in modern wrestling. Yeah, I mean, and this is a conversation. This is like a perennial. This conversation is going to be happening for the end of time. But like, absolutely. Does they, it feel like lull times here? No, absolutely no not. Lull times. Turn off raw. Make sure you listen in a cow. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I saw the numbers were down a little bit last week because you guys were Thanksgiving it and you and you weren't giving us the time. It's fine. Take us for granted. That's sure. fine. Maybe we'll go away one day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and what are you going to listen to on the way to the hoagie shop? Yeah, absolutely. You're fucking burnt bread. You be. You think you're burning bread now? 
Think about you be burning when you have this hole in your heart where the COW used to be, baby. All right. Anyway, uh, 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 yeah. Miz is also Miz is close to a good performer. The writing for Miz is not like even when they get to places where the writing could be have that moment where uh, people would have like let's call them affected pauses. They they don't they don't happen right like this whole Ambrose thing is like uh they've trashed it right it's it's uh, we're gonna listen to this Ambrose promo because it it's been trashed. You had a yeah. moment where people were literally <clears throat> crying watching the show. And they've reduced it to just wrestling talk. Yeah. Right? That moment where you're like, I'm watching theater or I'm watching improv. Or like, I'm watching theater or I'm watching pro wrestling. And they always go the route of I'm watching pro wrestling. Uh, and sometimes peppering in real things in kind of ways where you're like, ah, it's uncomfortable because they're not nailing this. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of what happened with Ambrose last week. Um, but what I was going to say is that the yeah. perennial conversation is that like the in the Rocks era in 99, they're, they're, they get their bullet points and they just kind of go off. And now it's like tightly scripted. So like that's a conversation that's always going to be happening until right. if and when they let them kind of improvise, which I mean is probably going to be worse than it is now because I don't think these guys are probably great improvisers. Maybe they are. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's hard for me to blame Dean Ambrose for the words that were written for right. him. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. I'm sure he has some level where he can be like... I'm going to call some bullshit here and yeah. it's not on you. Yeah. I'm going to call some bullshit on the scripted part. Yeah. Like, not bullshit. I'm going to say it's half and half. Right. Or maybe 75-25, but we're not acknowledging the 25%, which is that if you take a half court shot and it goes in, mm. right? No one's going, why'd you take that shot? <laughs> right, right, right. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're telling me, yeah, so these guys get scripted promos. You're telling me that guys like Dean Ambrose had that thing he said, that three minute uh, uh, flu shot promo was uh, tightly scripted? I don't think so. I mean, uh, yeah. I think there were times where he was. I could see him scrounging for words, yeah. similar to like I am right now. Um, uh, but like there were times where he was, he threw in some filler lines. Oh, what's my next line? This, this. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, if you throw in a home run line, you think Vince is going to be like, you're out of here? I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. But I would say that we know from history, get these hands, suplex city, bitch. Yeah. These are the moments that are making the, the company money. So if you can... If you sit and you you and you follow those instincts, like I think there's a, I think that there's even if it's ten percent, I would say people are not taking enough advantage of it. It's the question I ask every time. Like I asked, the, I was on stage with when I, I at the um, I did Ziggler show at the comedy store two weeks ago. By the way, I'm not done with announcements. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. We're peppering them in, but um, and uh. They did a Q&A at the end, and I asked my question, which I've asked before, which is, why don't you pipe bomb? That's yeah. what I say to the wrestlers. I go, why? Did I bring this up here? No. I've said it to Ziggler on the podcast here. I said, why, why don't you pipe bomb? And, and, and immediately, someone from the crowd said, like, because uh, they're trying to get paid. Everybody left. And I, and then I, and then it kind of, I didn't look stupid, but I kind of got shut down or whatever. Of course, I didn't look stupid. I, I, I never look stupid. Edit, edit this out. Edit this out. <laughs> 
Okay, anyway, okay. Supreme Leader's getting upset. <laughs> yeah, uh, shut your mouth during my rants. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, my real voice came out. <laughs> I played real... 18 holes of golf. All hole-in-ones. <laughs> Every shot was a hole-in-one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Dan's real voice is this weird, like, yeah. <laughs> transcontinental <laughs> Absolutely. accent. Fetch me my ascot, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Johnny come lately, Mr. Man about town. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so uh, I, I asked a question, but what I the, in the moment I realized what I said is wrong, which I was like, I, I, I was like, do you ever improvise within, I should be like, do you, do you ever throw pepper in your own spin? Right. Okay. Somebody asked a similar question to Becky backstage, and I'm not going to, I feel like she was talking to us in confidence. So I had to cut some of the stuff out from last week. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, repeat that answer, but it was like, yeah. And my, and my theory here is, and I would love to know, is I bet sometimes it happens yeah. and it doesn't go well and then they get punished. They go, all right, what you said was bad, you know? Yeah. And then sometimes people are just not attempting it when they could. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I actually, I see what you're saying and I, and I agree because like now I'm thinking like if I was in Dean Ambrose's position, I look at that script. Uh, but this is me. This is Alex. This is like, you know, I write sketch. I write, you know, whatever. So like I'm looking at something that's written. And I'm like, yeah. I, could, I could punch that up. I could punch this right. up. I could punch, maybe say this different. If the, even down to like. Well, you have skills these guys do not have. Exactly. So it's like, but it's like, you know, you look at it. It's like even down to like, ooh, these, there's a lot of words that start with D in this sentence. Like, can I change some of those? So I'm not like the whole fucking time. Right. It's all these little rhythmic things that, yeah, they have no idea to do. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, yeah, there's, they're not grabbing the brass ring. I, I think it's, I actually think it's, I I think that it's, we look, I've been very sympathetic to the fact that you're giving scripts to these guys, right? right? So that's not right. That's that, that's going to that's gonna mess up with the uh, creative process. But I also think, I I also think that like, the, the ring is not being grasped properly. Think about moments we know were improvised. Big cast kicking the little person. That's not a good uh, example of that. Right. Right. But he's not a he's not a writer, right, right? Right. So if you're Vince, you're probably just like, all right, well, we can't let these guys improvise. If the right guy improvised, if the rock, you know what I mean, like the Rock did, where he did all of his promos live to tape or whatever, uh, I think it would be. I think it. Uh, I think uh, they'd be like, hey, keep going. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm naive. Anyway, um, yeah. All right, let's move on to some other shit. Um, all right, so all right, well, I got one last announcement here mm-hmm. because I, I I I owe you guys the cow. I'm getting. I already got a message right now. Jack Mills just messaged me on my phone as we're sitting here. Oh, Dan can look at his phone. That's an interesting <laughs> development. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want to get into this again? I mean, we we don't have the time. Okay. Yes, but we don't have the time. This is unbelievable. All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> no, but the eight hour nine to five cow episode. We will be recording this episode. I owe you this, guys. This is, we, I said when we hit 100 patrons, we will do an eight-hour, nine-to-five episode. Uh, we'll be recording on December 10th, okay? Now, uh, this whole app, the entire episode will go, will be for patrons. Mm-hmm. It'll be a bonus episode for the patrons. A segment of this will go, the, a segment of this episode, the Cal Professional Wrestling Summit, which I've been planning for a while. This month's in the making, which I know you're going to love it. And it's going to affect the, it's going to have a ripple effect into the podcast regularly. That segment of the, that of the eight hour episode will be a separate episode on the live feed because of how that affects, I'm going to keep it in a mystery for now, yeah. but of how that affects 
I don't even know about the it. podcast going into 2019. We will we will discuss it. I, it, is, it is secret to you. Not because I've been keeping it secret, to be honest, just because I've been crazy busy. We're going to have to talk to the counselor about this. I yeah, didn't realize we're, talk, we're keeping secrets from one another. Absolutely. Listen, you know what? I know that's on my side. She always agrees with me. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that that will go up, and it will go up. It'll get, it's going to go up pretty soon. Yeah. Okay, I don't have the exact day for it, but we're recording on December tenth. I owe it to you, so this is not something that's going to be held back. This is something you, as the Jabroniac Nation, have earned. That I promised you that you're going to love. Um, and uh, remember, you sit down at the hoagie shop. 9 a.m., press play. You're listening to one podcast for your entire fucking work day. And, hey, I'll tell you what. I want to know one patron. If this happens, I want you, I want somebody to press play, do your work all day. When it's over, I want you to leave that second work. You are done <laughs> with the work. That is it. All right? clock you, you, you clock out when the episode's over, okay? You clock out, you fucking, you take your headphones off, and then you say, all right, buddy, cheers up, and you head out. All right. Anyway, great. All right, so uh, cool. Uh, Anosh has been hounding me. Says I got to play more cashins. I got to play all the cashins. I'm representing the people here because we had a lot of cashins last week from many fans who take time out of their day, use their cell phone plans to call this show, (laughs) and you skipped over their opinions last week, Dan. So I would like to apologize. For all these people, this man is drunk with power. <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm The only thing I'm drunk on is a little hot brew. Hold on. Take a sip. Sorry. <laughs> Say sorry. Uh, uh, Say sorry to and, the nice folks. I know it's just sound incredibly <laughs> uh, Canadian lately, but um, which is not bad at all. Some of my favorite people are Canadians. Seth Rogen, uh, Trudeau socks. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, everybody. Okay, let's get a cash in. Hey, guys. This. This isn't a cash-in. This is a this is a sad <laughs> in. You see, this is a this is a sad cash-in. Oh. I wanted to join the Patreon before you hit a hundred, but I didn't. I kept on looking and saying, "Ah, they're not going to make it there. They're not going to make it to a hundred. I I got another week. I can wait a little bit." I looked last week. You're up to eighty, and I thought, "Ah, I'll wait. They're not going to get twenty in the next week." And then it happened. I missed it. That's it. I'm out. It's done. I can still join, but I don't get all the cool perks. Not cheers up, guys. Cheers down. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Is he from Canada? Well, look, a bit like first it. off, you didn't reveal yourself, so I don't know who this is. Oh, yeah. But I will say, uh, you know, just a little bit of fuck you. Uh, for, <laughs> <laughs> because, look, dude, you, you, don't get the, you don't show up to the grand opening when you didn't even work on the place. Okay? <laughs> I mean, you're sitting there being like, oh, first off, think about all the negatives in there. You said, oh, I didn't think they were going to do it. Another one of our fucking classic haters, baby, uh-huh. especially during little times, daddy. You didn't think we were going to do it, but we did do it. Okay, and then now you want the perks. It's different than Marshall Enlow, yeah. uh, who messaged me, said he wanted to be 100, and he be, he was 100. That's different than saying, I don't think they're going to do it. All right, I'll join it to get close. I mean, we can't build the house without the bricks. You're showing up with a brick after the house is already built. Yeah, and also, uh, the perks go to 90 through 100, right? Yeah. So as soon as they hit 90... Or as soon as we hit 90, sign up. It goes to a random patron. But here, here's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you because you said you're going to join or you're going to join up. Uh, going forward, I said I'm revamping the Patreon. There's going to be new tiers, new goals. We're going to be giving you more. That was part of the push was, do you want more? You answered a resounding yes. We do want more. And so there will be new goals. Uh, sign up so you don't miss out on the next stuff. But there will be more. St- all the benefits. If you think what we did now 
was big. You think this is big? I, we got bigger plans in the making. Are like we, I said, are we entering a new era? Like because we're in the post-viral era right now. Are PV. We, are we entering a new era? Yeah, we're in the Patreon era. Okay, we're in the PE. All right, Patreon era. <laughs> we're in the era of the Patreon. No, actually, we don't uh, uh, post-viral. Let. You'll see when we revenge. I'm, I'm throwing out too much, All right. but there's more happening in 2019. Just know, classic salesman. You, he says nothing and then says, "I've, I, I've said too much already." But, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna leave my card here. And you, you want, no, I'm just saying that if you guys want, uh, uh, all right, whatever. Okay, let's get into it. This, this is you're right. All right, I want to talk about wrestling. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, join classic, the Patreon. Classic dictator. Yeah. All right, everybody. Tell the, tell everyone you're kidding, okay? This is ridiculous. <laughs> tell them. <laughs> Say it. Where'd you get that scepter? Yeah. <laughs> Look into this uh, <laughs> swirling chart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right. So let's talk about Raw for a little bit. Um, so everyone really did not like Raw, 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 Raw Daddy. Um, yeah, look, I said we're in these lull times right now. Look, think about it from a perspective of... Of if you're WWE and you're writing the product right now, you have this TLC pay per view, which is it's it's odd. I don't even remember pay per views happening in December last year. I'm sure they did, yeah. but in my mind, Survivor Series is always the last pay per view of the year, and then we like there's a big gap until the Rumble. But um, I don't I don't have any proof of that. I don't really care to look it up. But we have this TLC pay per view. But right now, if you're them. You're gonna wait it out till we get to the road to WrestleMania, right? Like we're trying to solidify our champions more, solidify everyone's role. Some people are in new roles, so lock them in even more, so you forget that three weeks ago you liked them or you hated them, and now you accept whatever heel face role they have now. You know, Braun Strowman like two weeks ago was a heel, was yeah. like a monster heel in a stable with Ziggler and McIntyre. Now McIntyre is a full-on enemy of Strowman uh, in a new in a new three-person uh, stable. So they gotta just keep it low, and hopefully we get some good matches. Which, by the way, I'm happy we did. We got uh, like a I don't know, like a five-segment Ziggler Rollins war. Uh, we saw Rollins. Finish Ziggler with a Falcon Arrow, which is a move that's cool to see someone it, cool to see a pin actually happen there. So now we're establishing that as a p possible finishing maneuver. Um, uh, uh, um, and so, and they're messing around with stuff like, okay, like this Lucha House rules. Okay, I know some of you think this is stupid. Okay, I know some of you don't like it, but this is a Try it, right? right? A lot of the stuff that New Day tried, they had to try it, see what sticks. So is it the there's Lucha House rules? Maybe you might in a couple weeks like this. So this is kind of the fun. I think it's fun to try to like uh, 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 lay the groundwork and mess around with some stuff, including even the piss stuff, which is like oh, it's easy to shit on that. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. All right, hey. Daniel, uh, why do you curse so much? <laughs> that's becoming the new, like, but I'm yeah. just a little cane hit. Uh, Slow chemical. Yeah, but uh, even that, it's like, try it out. Like, it, it was a segment for Drake Maverick to kind of shine, and I actually thought he was pretty good in it. It was like, obviously, I'm not into big into, like, piss and shit humor, but it was an example of continuity and storytelling from one week to the next week, right? Yeah. Like, that moment when he pissed his pants was a big moment. He did it on national television, and he's emotionally affected by it and 
Brian is going to retaliate. You know what I mean? Um, I absolutely hated the sketch last week, the urine, and it goes, urine. Like, that was, I hated that, but I do like that we're following something and they're trying it. Right? Some of the moments, you're, one of the most famous moments in professional wrestling was Stone Cold using a fake gun to make Vince piss himself. Like, that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Didn't so, it literally have like a flag bang. that said bang? Yeah. Like a wily yeah, yeah, yeah. coyote. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, I, listen, I'm not comparing the two moments. There's tons of argument. I, I guess I am, but I'm not. I loved it. The right. st- I loved everything Stone Cold did. I'm wearing Stone Cold t shirt right now, sweatshirt. Actually got to be honest. Full disclosure, it got a little nippy in here. Uh, well, no, it got hot, and I took it off. And now I'm feeling nippy. I might slip it back on. Anyway, can we edit that out? Now, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no. But honestly, uh, so in my mind, they're trying stuff. And here's my biggest thing: is I, I'm not being a WWE apologist, although maybe I am. Mm-hmm. I, I keep going back at everything. Saying. Maybe in a way I am. But what I'm saying is that we don't get an off season in professional wrestling. It keeps going. It's, it's, I've always said this. I heard this one thing. I've said this on the podcast before. All the people know I'm a big Magic the Gathering fan. Uh, I was actually texting with Tyler Breeze about Magic the Gathering recently. Uh, but, uh, and that is a name drop, yes. But uh, we don't have Skyler Pitch, Mr. Perfect Aston in here to talk about uh, yeah. uh, uh, his his Rolodex. So we just have mine, which is it's uh, Tyler Breeze and uh, Matt Besser. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, uh, no, but there um, there's a podcast. One of the one of the um, design lead designer of, of Magic the Gathering said, "Hey, uh, they were like, why do you make bad cards?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, so the good cards are good. Yeah, it's a very zen response. And it's so obvious, but it blew my mind. It's something I think about all the time. Yeah. Isn't it? Like, you're like, you can't have good times without bad times. That's that's what professional wrestling nails more than anything. Yeah, and I mean, that goes, that's like, I mean, I don't know how philosophical you want to get, but that like that's the core of a lot of like Eastern philosophy where it's like, there are no peaks without valleys. Right. There's no darkness without light. There no is, love without pain. Yeah, there's no love without pain. There's, there's no, no white it, without it's black. All, it's all interconnected relativity. Mm-hmm. And this is your more of this. I'm not no bit. This is more of your realm. Okay, yeah. I'm more you know curmudgeon. Yeah, you're com- more of a materialist. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm super. Actually, I'm when I leave here, I'm, I got to hop over to Chanel. Um, <laughs> pick up a couple of. Uh, I got to pick up Chanel 1 through 5. This the sense. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no relation to the Mambos. Absolutely. No, 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 no. A little bit of... Je- I, I do have a little bit of Jessica in my life. A little bit of Tina is all I need. But I would say... Um, yeah, but... but yeah. Right? But so it's true. Like, it's a fundamental fact. That right. You, that you don't know that up is up if and, you don't know that da- what down is. Right. Ultimately, this is why professional wrestling fans get so worked all the time. Mm-hmm. Is that... Do you honestly think... That Vince doesn't know, like this is going to be one of our weaker shows. Right. Do you like? Do you think that any writer goes goes into a show like they they writers who are thinking about this not nonstop around the clock? You think they don't ever say to themselves they they they're not ahead of it, being like they're gonna and the marks are gonna hate this fucking episode. Right. 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 Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or also, do you ever think sometimes that they're just so down to the wire they just kind of like make a decision? All right, we'll let that go. Now, I'm yeah. saying that's ultimate part of part of the work is professional wrestling is like when you don't like it and then it makes the great moments pop. Right. That's also Sheb's big thing about wrestling. His theory is that wrestling is bad. 
Yeah. He's like, it's bad. So that when it's good, it's amazing. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it's more extreme, but that's a, you know, it's a little extreme, but that's what Shebs does. What were you saying? Uh, no, 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 just that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't gonna say anything. Right, and also concerned. they need to they need to experiment. But so that's why I'm. Going oh no, to focus I was gonna say I was gonna say yeah, that, that they do yeah they do change it down to the minute. I was at Raw at Raw a couple weeks ago, uh, and I was very close to the hard camera, and uh, I was with uh, former guest Dave Schilling, and he pointed out somebody came out at one point uh, right before the Ambrose promo where he mentioned Roman uh, is has cancer because. He, he was a bad person. Well, he said that he had to answer to God. Roman to, had to answer to the man upstairs, right. and even worse, Rollins, you have to answer to me. Right. Uh, Wait, gr- somebody, I told you, great writing. Right before that came out, somebody came out to hard to the to the table, the production table in front of Hardcam, and was handing out new scripts. And Dave was like, "That's a script change." So they're they're changing shit in the middle of the show. Right. 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 Yeah. And and we had guessed that he thought it was that that line about Roman might have been the script change. Oh. to to add it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. So, okay. Now, so what I'm saying is, I'm just saying relax. That's no, my yeah. thesis, is relax. But that goes to- it's like, like, this is going to lead to how awesome stuff can be. And then yeah. not to mention, here's my other point, is that, what were you going to say? No, no. It's, 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 I'm, the, I'm gonna it's the SNL defense, where it's like, people, oh, SNL sucks, right? It's like, okay, then you write a sketch show in four days that has to go up live. Right. These things are being changed in the moment. And I'll be a fully WWE apologist right now. Don't act like we're watching Game of Thrones. I mean, act like it. Don't get worked, but like, don't act like this is just TV. This is, there's nothing like this in the world, wrestling, professional wrestling. So you can't be like, oh, this episode sucks or there's nothing happening. It's like, yeah, it, it's. Well, well, all right. This is what I was going to say is like, well, we all complain all oh, wrestling needs an off season. I don't really want that. (laughs) I got to tell you, I don't. I think that it should mathematically, like it should, for in terms of that. That uh, it's the same reason, like uh, people, you know, just for the the psychology of like when football comes back, people are jonesing for it, right? Right. right. Uh, um, You're like, oh, it's football season come back. You know, you get excited, even though when it takes away, you get sad. You don't want to feel the sadness of it gone. But. Game of Thrones is gone for two years, right. and then it's going to be gone forever. You yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of amazing. Professional wrestling is always going. No matter what happens to the talent, no matter what happens to the story, the show must go on. And we have to appreciate, take a second to appreciate that wrestling is one of the last, one of the last the show must go on. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, right? Yeah. It's a live theater on television. It's fucking incredible. It happens no matter what. If somebody crashes on the way to the show, the show happens. If if uh, if one of the if the champion gets leukemia, the, that show happens. That day still happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Uh, so I just think like as a, I, I guess what I'm saying is like our community. Let's let's be aware. Let's not fall into that trap. Uh, you know, or do whatever you want. By the way, right? Yeah, I'm saying I would hope that Dan only tells me in a notion what to do. Absolutely, he's not you, telling well, you. Well, what yeah, to yeah, do. yeah. But I would say that we. I, I would hope that we don't fall into the classic pitfalls of professional wrestling markdom. Mm-hmm. The classic pitfalls are like, oh, it's bad. It's blah blah. Now, like, even when it's bad. It's Monday Night Raw, and it's happening every Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, I look forward to it. So, um, and here's my next point, is not to mention there's a lot of great stuff happening. Mm-hmm. In terms of, yes, if you look at it from a micro focus, this week, yeah, the things I like, 
uh, Daniel Bryan wasn't there. <laughs> that was annoying. I wanted to see him still. I still feel like I want to see where this is going. I'm uh, chomping at the bit for it, but I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, and uh, I think Alexa Bliss is really like defining herself as this GM role uh, in a really nice way. And uh, yeah, so and and you know even in a way they're 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 um, they're. Uh, they're trying out what they want to do with this Corbin thing, you know? Yeah. So they're getting to do it, and this is a perfect time to do it. Now, here's here's my here's my beef. There there are things that are annoyingly bad. Yeah. Okay? And we can talk about them, but it should come from still a place of appreciation, okay? Because, uh, okay, so the problem is this is, like, I've said this before. I love a lot of the writing for Baron Corbin. Uh, and I think Baron Corbin is is uh, is worth our time on the show because he's they're really investing a lot in him, or they're just being like, while we're here, let's let's have this guy. Be, we don't know. What, I can't tell if it's uh, right now. We're in lull times. Uh, Stephanie's not gonna be around every week. Vince uh, Triple H's not gonna be around every week. Vince we know is not around every week. Um, we don't have KO. So maybe they're like, all right, well, let's just, uh, we don't know what to do with Baron Corbin, so let's give him this role, the GM role. Like, I don't know if they see the GM role as like a fuck around role mm-hmm. or if they see it as a, like as a placeholder or they see it as a, as important as it is. And I hope that they do. I, I just don't actually know. The But so I love the concept of like Baron Corbin, he's the general manager elect and he's going forward and he has real he heat, he'll heat, no one likes him. Again, the problem with Baron Corbin is that it's not—it's not that no one likes him. It's no one really gives a fuck about him. Right. They're not doing anything to really make me care about Baron Corbin. Like I, I don't even know what that would be. But why? Like I—I don't—he's never really had a match. I dug. Right. Um, I don't. Yeah, like I don't think he's particularly slick on the mic to have this much mic time. He seems very stiff and scripted, and he's a, a, like a. He's like a tent pole, like he's a, you know, he's a, an important part of the show. So I, I don't really, I, it's a cool idea, but I'm not interested. This plain and simple, I'm not interested when Corbin is on the screen. Yeah, I, um, I and think, even when Elias popped up, I'm saying, I was like, yeah, I don't even want to hear Elias make fun of him. Right. Make yeah. Fun of him. <laughs> make I, fun of him. I like. I mean, I kind. I like my real voice is coming out. I see. I like what, what Corbin's been doing. Um, yeah. I, I more than anything else he's done. Like I think that he's improved a lot. Right. Uh, but he should have, like, there should be something about like when he was changing the stipulations of the match mid match because he's the general manager. I love that. That's more of that. I love obviously. That. But I feel like they're going for that classic thing in the movies where somebody is like spiraling mm-hmm. and they're like making reckless bad decisions. You know, like right. like a gambler or something. It's just like you're like hey, like, you know, like I suck your dick, or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Like he feels like he's in that zone of just like flipping out and spiraling and and, and just being like, hey, you help me, Allah, and making promises they can't keep and all right, that. Right, right, right. But that goes away because Stephanie's not there, and then when she's there, she's not saying like the right things to him, and then no one is making it feel as important as that, where it's like Barracor, like, uh, 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 and that's where it goes back to your point, which people bring up, which is great, is like, what is the... St- like, what is the structure of this company? Like, right. is Baron Corbin going broke? Can he not afford his mortgage? Is like, is Vince like not happy with his wrestling? So I was like, maybe you'll be good in this role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where they, if they brought a little bit, like, again, I like, uh, I, uh, I, um, 
I popped a, a, a writing boner when uh, they uh, uh, when they announced Charlotte got fined one hundred thousand dollars. Just the specific is like they mentioned like yeah, but you guys remember Paige fined her one hundred thousand dollars. The consequences of that are so awesome. Even yeah. when I heard it again, so with Corbin, it's like he wants that role, but are there stakes? If he doesn't get that role, is he just uh? Almost a main event wrestler, right? So what, right? Yeah. And then it's like, where does Kurt Angle factor here? And that's all because we're in lull times. They're not doing a good job. So if I was using this time right now, I'd probably have, I'd probably think about how to develop Corbin even better, as opposed to just getting like cheap carbs post Thanksgiving heat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which also, by the way, Baron, of the three of you, you're not laying off the carbs, bro. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he he's notoriously is kind of flabby, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he's still in great shape. Yeah. Uh, he just he doesn't look like the two Adonis. <laughs> Actually, he's flanked by statue men. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean I, I'm probably even getting, Le, even Leo Rush is jacked up. Yeah, I'm probably getting worked by that because it was probably on purpose. It's yeah. Like, you know, he is he has frowny face stomach. Well, that is Corbin does is really good at the uh, Corbin is really good at. At getting actual heel heat, yeah, it's not the kind like whether you like it or not, like you do hate him, you know, but it's not, it's not the, uh, he's not pulling off. I'm trying to think what character from a movie is he, like what that I wish I fuck I should have this on the at the ready like in my brain, but like what character I want him to be, like a specific, it's like a Sam Rockwell character, like uh, you know what I mean, like that that like a guy who's, he's like. He's like the guy you grew up next door to, so you got this like loose loyalty to him, mm-hmm. not to let him go, but he's like a series of bad decisions after one another. Like I would love if you saw Vince like talking to his dad <laughs> and just being like, just make him the G or something. Yeah, like yeah. you see what I'm saying? Cause all right, I'll I'll prove my point even more, okay? It's like then later on they're all beating up Finn, and you're like, Well, even Finn doesn't matter. Right. Like, Finn is a big star for the company, but He's never had a title. We don't, like, he's not solidified as this hero. He just goes, like, I'm for everybody. It's the same thing. It's like, I'm GM, but what are the stakes of that? And what are the stakes of Finn to the crowd? You know, I, I, you're like, and, and look, it's because Strowman was hurt, but I don't know. They're not latching onto the things that I love, per se, which is like, what do I like? Like McIntyre, and then and then McIntyre, Corbin, Lashley are now like a a, a a a a stable. Yeah, and you're like, what? This is just out of nowhere. What happened to Ziggler? Is Ziggler and McIntyre not a thing anymore? Yeah, I was wondering about that. And also, like game wise, if we could like, you know, like kind of like map it to comedy. Like, right? Is it on game for uh, McIntyre to even be in the ring? Being- and game, by the way, when we use game on this podcast, I've been meaning to say this. Like, oh, yeah. I think it just means brand. I yeah. think it maps to brand. Is it on brand? Is it on brand? Yeah. Is it on brand for for Baron Corbin's character to, or not for Bar- for McIntyre's character to be in the ring saying what he's thankful for? Like, doesn't it seem like that's part of what he's been complaining about about the about the roster? They're like McIntyre should show up and just be like, "This segment's boring." Yes, yes, and, and he should just be like, "Like this, I'm here to like clean up this show." Right, now, it will happen though. Right, because we're just in lull times. They're right now just establishing the roles of everybody. Now, the Corbin Stakes thing, like, I like general manager elect. I like it. I just, for what, I, I listen, I'm just not a Corbin mark. I've, I've, he's done almost nothing I've liked in since his NXT days. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, the thing I like about him is I like End of Days and I like Deep Six. I like those two moves, um, but that's it. 
Uh, yeah, so that's it. He's not particularly charismatic, and right now he's in a charisma role. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, you could feel these guys are not The Rock. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I don't know what to do there. Like, I think this will all work out fine, but yeah. that's my problem. So now, the... Like, all right, let's move on to the next. Like, So let's move on to the women's division quick. So, like... Like, Nia Jax cuts a promo Oof. that was like an absolute I mean, snooze fest. I mean. And, like, she did this before also. Uh, she cut this almost this exact promo, and I played it on yeah. the podcast. I played it just to be like, guys, listen to how boring this is. It And her, her pacing, she's done nothing to change it. No one's given her any notes. And she's doing this weird performance that's like I'm like, like uh, it's like sarcastic. That's what stood out. But to But then me. like Tamina's not playing along with it at She's all. like standing there like a fucking statue. Yeah. Like you're just, I mean, I gotta say every time she looks like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. And she has like no emotions like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, every time Tamina comes out, the look on her face is like she doesn't know why she's there. And I have to say, I agree. Yeah. I, I I'll say I don't know. Uh. And then, like, Nia Jax, like, you don't like that I did that? Like, first off, Nia Jax, to be honest, has the hottest gimmick, the hottest angle going right now right. in the sport, right? She literally... She's the face breaker. I hate calling wrestling a sport. I said it because it's a shortcut, but you recognize and I hate sports. Yeah. They suck, okay? Defer to the stand-up, if you will. To at Dan Black Attack on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, okay, anyway, so, uh, You're, like, uh, turning into, like, that, that the, yes. the King Richard, like, the Tiger King Richard from, yes. from, uh, from, uh, uh, the animated, uh, 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 what's it called? Robin Hood? I'm unfamiliar oh. <laughs> with any cartoons. Uh, I have no time. I have a meeting oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. cartoons. Or Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> Faster, you fool! <laughs> Skeletor? That's what it is. You sound like Skeletor. I'm perusing my social media, zoning you out. Anyway. Okay, so, no, but yeah. no, seriously, though, like... Um, yeah, the promo was rough. Rough, and it was yeah. a fucking snooze. But then, he, sorry, so she has the hottest angle going in the in the sport. Just come on, and just be like, you know what? I'll tell you guys, I didn't even know I could break a face like that. It's unbelievable the power yeah. I'm unleashing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But instead, she's like, what the fuck was she saying? I can't even... I don't even remember. It was like, it was just like, all of you, it was like, all this like cheap heat, like say something, honest. this writing was fucking terrible. If there's a mole for this show, again, I'm trying to be positive, say something honest. Yeah. Say something and be like, you know what, Becky's on SmackDown and truthfully, I had I didn't even realize how much I hated her. My hand told me how much I hated her. <laughs> right. right. Like just something, something that feels like real or is it about that instead of just like, I call my hand the face breaker and it's like, fuck yeah. it, I don't know. Even fucking, uh, see, it, it was like stock pro wrestling yes, lines, which is the problem with the Dean Ambrose promo. Uh, but like, um, yeah, like have it, have her, have her, uh, see a fourth wall and be like, you know, you guys know how this works. Right. Uh, you guys know how this works. We, we ultimately protect each other here. Oh, you can't say that. But not Becky Lynch. I know, but like, I mean, some degree of that. Where it's like, you're not even saying we protect it. You guys know how this works. I decided. Well, we have we have to dance around the fact that everyone's mad. Everyone, listen, everyone is mad at her, right? Because she hurt another wrestler by accident, right? That we all liked. Yeah. So even say that. I know you're mad at me because you think I hurt her by accident. That I don't. That I hurt people 
with that because I'm careless. Right. It wasn't on accident. I hurt her on purpose. Right. And why did she do it? Uh, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. And she should say, why do you do it? Is because another, well, whatever, I can't say this. Yeah. But I, I do think it's the angle to go with, like, the bullying angle that she already kind of brought up. Right. Which is, like, I've never been the cool person. I've never been I've never been fully accepted. You'll always judge me because that's who you all are. But you all, all right, whatever. Yeah. I can't say this shit. But, you know, I think it's what, you, it's what I would write for her, right. to be honest. Right. Um, I would go back to the, um, the appearance aspect of it. There is a thing that's, like, there is a thing which is, like, you guys were just waiting for Becky to do good because she's a beautiful woman mm, yeah. or whatever, you know, and not say Naya's not a beautiful woman, she's but gorgeous. She, yeah. she, she is a model, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah. But uh, we're very harsh on people's weights. We live in a very judgmental society, and she should bring that up. And something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Or, right? Yeah. And she could be like, you know what? Becky, I punched her as hard as I could, and I probably shouldn't have. I didn't have a pro. I didn't, uh, you know, and... Uh, and or even, she's not so and, pretty anymore, right? It's yeah. like, that. It's like I broke her face because, yeah, you guys just wanted her because she's beautiful. I know how shallow you are, right. so I broke her face. I took, I took the one thing that she has away. Even something like this with dancing close to this would be nice. But this right. Naya, I mean, I've never this dragged on so hard. Oof, now yeah. then, Rhonda came out, and I thought Rhonda did a fine time. Sure. I did a fine job. Yeah, I think everyone was Although, super hard on her. <laughs> I did laugh when she was like. Uh, she was trying to say. Well, Nia Jack said, well, I was stalling for time. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a redundant line. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I was stalling. I was stalling for time. It's like, all right, all right, all right. No, like, um, what, what Rhonda was trying to say was that Becky Lynch is so, so on fire that she, she got, uh, she put uh, Nia Jax in, in a better position just because she had, like, interacted with her. Right. But what she said was, like, uh, and she, you know, uh, she pu you punched her in the face, and it changed the course of the entire history of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like a third grader. Yeah, I don't know if it was that impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that is funny. Look, Rana misspeaks. You see the nerves yeah, on her face. I don't see care, like, but it, yeah. You see, just, like, the nerves on yeah. her face. Uh, listen, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I like what she does. Yeah. I, I, I guess. I understand it's not perfect. Yeah. I understand that she's not there yet. But again, I've made my argument that I stick to, which is that right now, the women's division matters more than the men's division, arguably, ever in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah. And that is the direct correlation to Ronda Rousey, who, for the first time in history, had the women's match be the match of the night. Yeah. Uh, in, and, and her performance be the match, uh, the breakout performance. And un, I'm, I will not be the person to underestimate Ronda Rousey mm -mm. again. No, no. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. So uh, 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 what I'm saying is I think she's doing a good job. And I think a lot of things people complain about. When I was rewatching the Survivor Series highlights and they showed her outfit, and I was like, this looks really good in, in, in recaps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she the red, white, and the, uh, it looked good. And uh, I just, she's a, I just really like her. I think she's, she's again in that John, I said she's the John Cena. She's, even Roman Reigns was in this spot a little bit where you're like, ah, I want to see the person she fights, that's the next big fight. Right. Right. If she's not involved, it doesn't feel as big. Yeah. So there's a lot that goes to that, and then you know she can deliver. Every single match she's had, she's had an oh my god moment. Yeah. Every single one, you're like whoa. Every time she does something where, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So. And relative, and, and and like relatively speaking, she's been in professional wrestling for three seconds, right? And also in terms of this, she's getting the mic every week. Every week, she's thrown into the spotlight. 
they're 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 progressing her properly, right? Yeah. And that's some of her meeting to the the expectations of the company. But when she gets on the microphone, she's not Alexa Bliss yet on the mic. No, right. she's not nowhere near that level. But she's getting the mic. That's what I'm saying. It's like she's getting there. She's getting and use this time for her to get better. Yeah. I think by the time Mania rolls around, I think we're going to see. A significantly more comfortable, ready uh, Ronda Rousey. So anyway, ready, uh, <laughs> ready Ronda Rousey. So anyway, I just think like I don't know what the excuse for Nia is. You know, she was performing it. Was like she should be. There was no emotion to At it all. either. It was like flat, and yeah. she was doing a thing where she was like, "And I don't want to do any of this tomorrow." <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, cadence yeah. where I was like, "And this is exactly what I wanted to do." Blah blah. And you're like. Just be fucking angry. Yeah. Like, yeah, broke Becky's face because you care about her more than me. Yeah. And I would do it again. And you know what? Frankly, the company was mad at me that she wasn't on the Survivor Series. The numbers were down. Again, bringing up numbers, bringing up money, bring up money. We are not dummies. Yeah. It doesn't affect the product for kids. Bring it up. And she goes, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? You don't even Because this is about more. Yeah. Uh, uh, right? Was that, I'm sick of that. Ronda's the face of this company over here. I almost beat her. And even if I went to SmackDown, I'd have to put up with her. She's nowhere near my size, nowhere near my strength, nowhere near my pedigree, nowhere near my ability. It's like, just say something real. Yeah. Say something that I can be like, good point. Yeah. Right? Everything should be like debate class or right. whatever. It should be like, yep, oh, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true enough. And yeah. That's what Ronda's really good at. Right. She's really good at like, and and obviously they, they spend a lot of time writing for her, so that's why. Right. But she does bring out checklists, even though I can see in her face that she's thinking of the bullet, the next bullet point. I can see that. Her checkpoints are like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah good point. Yeah, you were... The, uh, you did make not only professional wrestling, women fighting matter the most, you also made MMA fighting matter. Yep. Uh, I, I still remember Dana White saying, I don't think people want to see women fight each other in the octagon. I still remember that. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Anyway. All right. So uh, I feel like I'm being so negative. All right. Let's say a positive thing before a negative thing. Um, Is... All right, so I think this Alexa Bliss open forum thing. Oh, I got to play cash-ins. Uh, no, she got to remind me about these cash-ins. All right, but uh, 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 please and remind me that it is cash-in time. Set a timer if you must. Anyway, so this Alexa Bliss open forum. By the way, I like the concept of the open forum. I thought that was cool. So like, I was like, what is this? Is yeah. she going to be out there? When the, uh, 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 I felt like Vince cut it short. It felt like a segment where Vince like was like pulled the trigger on it and just like all right uh, let's just have Mickey James run out there. But I had a really nice moment in there where first off Alexa was solidifying herself as a, as a GM. Uh, oh, I really like this moment where Baron Corbin made her in charge of the women's division, which is exciting because she's amazing on the mic. And he literally said the justification he goes, "You look good. I look good." You can be the GM. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, <laughs> he goes, I look good and you look good. So that's it. Uh, that's actually a good good work by Baron. Is like that's where he gets the heat. Same with the hair. Is like you're like oh, he doesn't look good. He thinks he looks good. That that hurts me. That annoys right. me. You got worked on that earlier this episode. So uh, 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 that's true. But okay, so there was this moment where. Alexa Bliss was like playing psychological, like playing games with Becky and 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 uh, Bailey. Uh, uh, B- B- Becky and Bailey. I'm sorry, Sasha. I forgot what their names are because they became so irrelevant. Uh-huh. Uh, Sasha Banks and and Bailey. Which you know, look, 
It's still happening. I don't know. It's like a year later. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, she was like kind of like Hannibal Lectoring, I think, which is cool. <laughs> She's like everything she does is like a manipulation. And I think that's really exciting to see how that goes forward. So. I th- I'm excited to see that. I liked her. She was like, I'm going to ship your... Banks was like, I'm going to ship your little butt back to SmackDown. And it was like, oh! And then I waited for Alexa's response, and then the segment kind of ended. But uh, I like that uh, Alexa got in the dig that was like, hey, you were the boss. Bailey drags you down. And it was like, oh, fuck. Maybe she does. I don't know. Now you're just a, on a tag team, and there's no tag belts. So, anyway. Uh, I thought that I thought that was a good segment here. I, I, th- I was I was bummed when the segment ended early. But, uh, hey, in terms of show, uh, you know, make him want more. I would like to see this again. I would like to see the Alexa Bliss, like, Miz TV. Oh, maybe they're called open forums. And people are like, no, we know what you do with the open forum. And she frames him because they did it like Q&A style. They had like a, a plant ask a question. If she keeps tricking people every time into being like, hey, uh, come to the open forum. It's a great way for you to like tell the, the WWE universe what you're about. But then every time she manipulates it to like mm-hmm. get her point across, you know, yeah. and she keeps getting in their head. I think that's cool. A very cool use of, of Alexa Bliss. All right. So, all right, I'm going to do cash in and then we're going to talk about the Dean Ambrose promo. Okay. All right. What's up, Cow Nation? This is Lewis Johnson, a.k.a. the Bronx Bomber. And I just wanted to cash in on Asuka being added to the Becky Charlotte match at TLC. I'm just not feeling it. I don't care about Asuka at all. Becky and Charlotte have been putting on instant classics. Asuka's not on their level, and adding her actually makes me a lot less excited for this match. I don't understand Asuka's gimmick at all. What has happened? Listen, Dan, I tried to do this the nice way. I paid Uh you money to read my commercial. You are clearly in breach of contract. You know, Uh, you called me some scorned girlfriend who's trying to chase you down. But the truth is, you asked me for my money. You asked me for my support. And I had to stay here and listen, lest we not forget that I had to sit and listen to Anosh and Jaquise Neal attack my name, besmirch my firm. And that's how this got started. Well, listen, I've tried to be a friend to you. I've tried to be a bro. I want to do this the nice way. It is clear that you are not responding to that. And so, hear this. Either you will read my commercial this episode, or I will sue you. I will sue you. I will sue the podcast. I will file an injunction. And I will sue Newman as a kitty cat. And I will take his little kitty cat food so that I starve him to death like a little starving kitty cat. Dan, I am warning you, as a friend, as your sponsor, this is your last warning. After this, it's over. Sierra Hotel. Echo. Bravo. India. Romeo. Oscar. Shapiro. Oh, yeah, hey, I have nothing to add to that. I just wanted to pop on, hear my intro, because it's fucking sweet. Okay, all right. You know what? Let's hear it again. Uh, 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 okay, all right, all right. All right, we got fucking a fake cash in. I know, don't you, don't you vet these things? That was a fake cash in. I do. That one said it, it was already labeled and stuff. It uh, had the topic. If it has the topic, I don't usually go through what it. What was the right, label? Listen. What was it labeled? Uh, it said, it said, it said Os- Asuka cash in. All right, look, here's uh, the deal. And we were, I, don't I was duped. I'm sorry, I was duped. It's fine, Anosh. It's fine. It's fine. You're fired. Uh, but no, 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 seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. No. Uh, Adam Letterman, he was the sponsor of the show. He's an attorney. Is a, uh, was a friend of mine. And uh, look, he came on here. He was insulting the show. I felt like he was bringing negative. Again, we're talking about 
in terms of, for the new listeners, that's who that is. Adam Letterman uh, is an attorney. And so he was the sponsor of the show. I, 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 we're trying to be positive out here. We're in the lull times. And I felt like the sponsor, this stuff was happening at the top of the show. He was sending me these reads, demanding that I don't do the read. He was demanding that I that I play some of the, this is, you know, guys don't even know this. He wanted me to literally like play cash-ins where he was disparaging uh, Newman, calling him a cat, which is, it's look, it's, it's condescending, to, right? It's yeah. Not, it's, bu- it's fucking New York. It's part of why I moved to LA is like to get away from all this like New York, New Jersey bully behavior. And so fuck it. I don't, and, 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 and he's also let him, he fucking straight up lied, by the way. I don't know the law here, but he straight up lied saying I asked for the money. He wanted to sponsor on the show. Yeah. And I know for a fact that he listens to this show on the way we're dealing with a crazed fan. Really? Oh, that's yeah. a great point, yeah. right? Because how did he know I didn't even play it? If, yeah. he, if he's like working so hard on all his cases, why would he even know? But like, I, I hate this fucking sorry, like this this bully shit that I had to put up with all, all uh, my whole life. And like, look, I wasn't bullied. I'll be honest, I wasn't I wasn't really a bullied guy. But I watched these guys, some of my truthfully my friends. What about like, three, what about three slice Dan? I'm oh, weight shaming you. Yeah, well, no, it was one slice. Because I got one did. slice. Oh, one that was slice different. Yeah, yeah, that was some razzing, but it's true. It is like all these micro, Long Island <laughs> microaggressions and shit that, like, like that, where yeah. all my friends ordered more than one slice of pizza. I got one because I already ate dinner, right. and so I wasn't hungry, but I wanted to play ball. And then they still call me Donnie One Slice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For the rest of, they still call me One Slice. <laughs> That's part something that Sh- Shabira is part of. But it's like these guys were my friends, but now you start realizing you come out here and make friends like you guys. Not joking, like. Like you guys, I know we were fucking around a little earlier, but like, and you guys are like genuine good people, you know what I mean? Uh, and these guys are like still in my life and they're fucking bullies. Yeah. You know what? I don't need your money. You asked me on the show, even that lie. Even like, what kind of lie is that? They're willing to do that. So, you know what? Also, like, if, if I'm, fuck if I'm, you, man. If I'm a cat, you're going to, you're going to starve a cat to death? Yeah. What kind of sick cruel. behavior is I that? I love kitty cats. What kind of sick behavior yeah. is that? Yeah. I mean, uh, and also, I mean, just to get back to the pizza point, I think Shabiro does need to eat more pizza because his health, I mean, he's dropping weight very fast. <laughs> his body is falling apart. He needs calories. He needs carbs yeah. to get in there. He's, I mean, he's wasting away. He looks like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Shebs is such a man of privilege. It's like he's cosplaying as a poor guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's trying yeah. to like be like, this is, this, is, this, is, this is the new the new routine. Of it's, those, called, like, oh. it's called, uh, oh, what would you call it? It would be like class tourism. Right. That's what anyway, he's doing. Anyway, we're wasting way too much time on yeah. this. Uh, but uh, I know, so you got to vet these cash-ins a little better. No, no, I, I know you're, I you, do a, lot, you no. do a lot more work on here. But, right. All right. Like, can no. we get, let's, play, let's play a cash-in. Um, let's play a cash-in. Uh, hey, I don't know what this one is. Let's just play this one. Hey, Jabroniacs. It's uh, Justin Barnes from Orange County. Cheers oh, what up? Cheers up. in a while, just driving home from uh, my own personal hoagie shop. And uh, news wow. broke today. Is it kitchen? Uh, well, I guess relative to what I'm calling in. Uh, that Walter just got signed oh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, by the company. And uh, this is huge. Uh, by WWE? Yeah. such a crazy world-renowned indie talent, uh, where do you think he fits in? And uh, where do you think they send him? I think he's going to the UK, personally. But uh, what do you guys think? Well, I think... 
Cheers up. Yo, cheers up, Justin Barnes. Uh, Did that news just get broken for you right now? That's that is news to me because last I when I when I've seen Walter wrestler PWG mainly, everyone's always like, nah, he's like happy in Germany. He never wants to leave Germany. Yeah. He flies in, does matches. He's got his own promotion and his own school in Germany. And so they were like, hey, he's never coming over. So I didn't even see that he got signed. Um, maybe because I was too busy with uh, literally in my head all day. Bro, <laughs> like I hear and I hear the song. Like, Man, I'm I'm so pumped for Matt Riddle. I'm not not that not, I'm not, I'm gonna come back to this Walter thing. I'm so pumped for the guy. Uh, partially, I was watching his videos. You can check him out online. Like his like move moving his family to yeah. Florida videos. The uh, the thing about Matt Riddle, whatever. I'll just say this. I'm sure I'll cross paths with the guy, but he seems to be a ge- genuine dingus. Like he seems to be like genuinely like. That like that character he's playing is just him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that. Like not that he's. I don't mean dumb. I'm not. I'm purposely not saying like he's dim or like not. Yeah. Not that. I just mean he's like a guy who's like, uh, arguably operating on a, on a, 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 another plane of chill. Yeah. Where like anxiety <laughs> does not affect him. Right. Right. Like he literally just like is. He sees the world through his lens and mm. like like he's almost he's a guy who's like so well adjusted in who he should be. Mm-hmm. He's like. 10 years ahead of you in personal growth. <laughs> like where that's how you get good at professional re- like in 5 years he learned how to be a WWE level talent professional wrestler or like a couple years from MMA uh just by like just being like oh it's all possible everything's good all good vibes work out go to the gym working out's fun working out eating good is good my wife's great I love my kids oh I'm going to move to Florida cool this house was really cool to live in driving past it not getting too emotional about that you yeah. know what I'm saying like there's something about him where it's like it's not that he's dumb right. it's uh, like it almost feels like that it's cuz he's like unaffected and he's is happy and his bothers me in like a way where you know what I mean yeah. that like I was watching that video and just being like yeah I see this not to mention the guy looks amazing and looks matter a lot in professional I mean, wrestling I did see an interview with him where he was talking about signing the WWE or no no not signing but uh, getting into wrestling indie wrestling right. uh, and he was becoming emotional talking about the fact that like he can finally uh, afford because UFC does not pay right it's yeah. like, notorious that they don't pay uh, and but but indie wrestling uh, basically, he was saying that it's, and he was crying while saying it, that it's let him finally be able to take care of his family and finally be able to do something that he likes right. to do. Right. And so um, I think he's like a genuine lady. <laughs> Did you see that video where he's literally like, is Dana White? He's just like not a good person. Yeah. Like, will he succeed? Probably. That's how it works, man. Like, it's just yes. like, it's like, he's he's like Keanu Reeves. It's yeah. really intense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's exactly what he. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. back to Walter. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what he does with that. I've not seen Walter cut a promo. Uh, listen, man, Justin, I know you're a big indie mark, uh, uh, and 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 I pre- I appreciate that. I've not seen this guy cut a promo. I've seen him chop the fuck out of people Ooh. where they're not the same, yeah. which is awesome and great. And the size of him, I worry if the guy can't cut a promo, he'll end up where I think Lars Sullivan is going to be. Uh, which is just a, a mid card po- posting, posting racist comments on a weightlifting message. Yeah, board. I don't even want to get into yeah, that. Yeah, we're not going to. But I think I think Justin's right. Someone posted something in the Facebook page that yeah. it got immediately flagged. Yeah, and it was so upsetting to read. Yeah, it was like he, the guy was just defending what I didn't even see what Laura said. I, truthfully, I was like, I, I just didn't have the. Oh, I missed the I missed that post, but whatever. I didn't have the space for it. But this guy literally wrote a comment. I'm not even going to repeat on here. Yeah, but I I I, I even hesitate. One of the other mods deleted it but I was so 
conflicted about deleting because it was like, you know, I was like, I have to tell this guy how wrong this is. Right. You know, I was like, this is so wrong. And this person is not, they're not, they're very level headed. This is their belief. They were very calm. Right. And they were like, yeah, hey, I understand what you're saying. But like, it was like almost like a rational person with a completely wrong opinion, like wrong, as wrong as wrong as yeah. wrong gets. Those, like a misguided, someone with parents who are shit. Those people like, are called uh, racists. Where they truly Truth, believe, truthfully, yes. they truly believe that these things are true, right? But I, I've of, heard things like this growing up. Yeah, I've heard comments like this, and I, I, I'm, I'm not saying, oh, I was on some pedestal. I've always said the right thing, and this, this. I'm not. No, right? one, no one has, right? Right. No one has. No one's perfect. But to learn, like, to be in all the movements and all, all the stuff we have, uh, all the media we have, all the social, all, all the, the, the. The horrifying, but the beauty of social media, the that we the things that can't be hidden anymore, right? right? The right, atrocities right. of our society, and you see them, and you could still say something that is like uh, right out of nineteen ninety five textbook, right? You know what I'm saying, right? And you could say that today in our Facebook group. Oh, it's you just want to give up, yeah. You know. Anyway. Uh, I think Justin's right. I think Walter's going to the UK division, and that's where he'll be. Yeah, I think it sounds like he probably would be very happy staying in Europe. So yeah. I think in UK, I think that's a good. I think that's a good place for him. I'd love to see him just in NXT. So uh, to see a guy that massive wrestling uh, guys like Ricochet and some of these smaller guys, I think could Ooh, be really I interesting. Because he, how big is he? I mean, could he play a kind of a quote I'm going to look it up on my phone, Dan. So don't get upset. Okay. Um, I've seen him wrestle Ricochet at PWG, and it was amazing. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, good cash. He did that. Uh, he did that great. He did that chop to um, to Ricochet, and Ricochet did that great sell that he does, where he just like locks up and falls over backward. Right. It's uh, incredible. He's six four, three ten. Guy's fantastic wrestler, gr- a tremendous talent. I'm not going to get worked by indie talents in the sense that they. I'm not going to say, oh, they're auto going to work in WWE. No. I think he's a guy who has a lot of work to do to work on the WWE roster. Uh, yeah. The fact that this is a show that uh, is not just a wrestling show. If it was just a wrestling program, he would be uh, up there. His work rate is, uh, you know, as good as it gets. I think they should have a show called 305 Live where it's all big guys. And I think he would be great on that. Uh, I think they should have uh, like one ton live. And <laughs> it should be wrestlers all in trench coats. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, oh, you weighed in at one ton. You're, you seem to be a little. Uh, you're you're wobbling here. What's yeah. going on here? Oh, yes. Pulls out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like four. It's four wrestlers. It's yeah. Bobby Roode on top of Chris Hero. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on top of Walter. Okay. Would that be how much? Is, oh, yeah, I don't want to get into that. that I don't would, get that. Into would be that. close. Someone you idolize. That would be probably uh, close to about eight hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's talk about this Dean Ambrose promo because right. it deserves our time. And, and then we'll wrap up the announcements and then we'll get into and then, the show. Yeah, then, we'll not, and then I have another thing to say about the 9 to 5 <laughs> Hey, look, there's a lot of announcements because you guys, uh, because the cow, because Comedians Wrestling, this is, uh, I, hey, this is the 4D experience. I mean, like this, po- this isn't just a podcast and it's also not a lifestyle. Right. <laughs> it's somewhere between not just a podcast but it's not a lifestyle. It's somewhere in between there. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to overstate what we do here. But uh, in terms of professional wrestling entertainment, this is the one-stop shop. Uh, you can almost stop watching Raw here. Uh, <laughs> this, this week at least. Uh, no, but uh, I want to talk about this Dean Ambrose promo. And I yeah. want to play this Dean Ambrose promo. Now, I, a lot of times don't play 
promos on here because I feel like they tend to be like, oh, you already watched it. But I really want to dissect. I'm very tough on Dean Ambrose on this podcast. Yeah. I know you were an Ambrose, Mark. I don't know where you're at now. It's It's been years, so I think <laughs> it's unfair for me to paint you in that corner. Yeah. Uh, I think... I, I just I couldn't be more let down by this Dean Ambrose heel turn. Um, I I it, it oh shit I gotta talk about the Becky Charlotte stuff. All right, but yeah, uh, I couldn't be more let down by it. I said it. I hate being the I told you so guy. I get no pleasure in that. But the 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 moment when he turned heel, and the next week he's like, I'm not gonna say anything. And then every week I was like, guys. Yeah. I said what, how to make this real. How to, I said what to do here, which was have them both, have them both be tweeners. I, I, oh, I, team, I said team, team Seth. Yeah. Team Ambrose with a with a heel, obviously a heel bent on Ambrose. So most people are Team Rollins. Right. But I knew, I felt it. They were gonna just go classic heel, and they were gonna kind of shy away. But what they, they didn't, they didn't even do that. What they've done is. They've Bray Wyatt and Dean Ambrose. He is just saying things, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's genre is all over the map. Everything he's saying is all over the map. He's, his performances goes from very silly 80s promo, like he, like a like a Rick Rude style, like your sweat hogs, like yeah. fat sweat hogs, to like a very serious uh, 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 accusation <laughs> on the... Uh, on the on the caliber and character of the, his fellow members of the Shield, mm-hmm. to as far as using Amber uh, 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 Reigns's real life cancer as part of the storyline, it's fluctuating between it all. He literally gets a flu shot this week. You can't talk about one of your one of the your your shoot friends' cancer. As like something that you think he deserves, right? And then make jokes about like I don't want to get sick from you guys. That's why I'm getting a flu shot. Yeah, like you can't go the spectrum there. Now, some by the way, anything can be pulled off with the right performer. Dean Ambrose, he's not able to pull this off. Let's listen to it. Yeah. Did you really think that I would expose myself? Raw tonight in the toxic dump that is Milwaukee. Well, if you're disappointed, then deal with it. I'm sure you're used to disappointment by now. Seth Rollins will also say that he is disappointed that I am not there, but I know that he is relieved. Why else would he feel so safe as to issue his Intercontinental Championship open challenge tonight? Because I'm not there. But next week, I promise I will be there. Right in the center of the ring. But right now, first of all, it's flu season. And I just don't want to risk coming out there and risk catching something from you people. Because you people, like Rollins, are vermin. Sometimes out there, I feel like I'm in a third world country. The stench of... breath the putrid smell of your body odor. Your greasy, fat little hands pawing at me. It's revolting. Revolting. Sometimes I feel like I need protection from like Ebola or E. coli or Ebola or whatever it is, diseases you're all carrying. Like this. For dysentery, typhoid, 
just temper, right? And the next one's rabies, right? This is for rabies, and this is going to punch it. Good. All right. Yeah, this, 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 this promo is terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. He's coming off. So, all right. Here, here's the main tragedy of this promo. Last week, he said, you thought the S.H.I.E.L.D. were good people. We're not good people. You know what we've done behind the scenes that people don't see. And Ro- Roman is paying for that with by having cancer, and you have to pay to me. Yeah. I, what is that? Now he's doing flu shot humor? I mean, it was, ext- by the way, it was extremely unfunny. You know, uh, to be got it's just, yeah. it was unfunny. And I got to tell you, Dean Ambrose, not funny. I, I've said it for a right. long time. He's never been funny. Um, I mean, I'm not a Dean Ambrose mark. I would love to hear p- people defending him, but this is years and years of, of this is years and years of being like, what is this guy? Right. What is he doing? Um, so the flu said rabies shot Ebola, the Ebola joke that, but he's talking about oh, toxic dump of this city, and you're like, well. Right? Yeah. You're like, that's like, right? That's like corny, but then you're saying serious things. I'm not there because I'm getting a flu shot. That's like very goofy. Like, you're a main event star. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even have anything to say. It's so obviously bad. It's almost too, like, um, to get more improv into it, it's like the second beat. Like, he took. In the first beat, well, ironic detachment has always I been mean, Dean Ambrose's biggest problem. It's a lot of people. He is he, if he had a no, someone giving him notes, right? An improv coach would say to him, would say, uh, "Don't. That's too jokey. Yeah, you just said something that completely made this. I'm watching pro wrestling and I'm not watching theater. I'm right. not watching story. That's what he did. And he does it. He it's low hanging fruit. He and he does it when he's thinking. I think sometimes that he just goes like Ebola, whatever. This, this, blah, that, that, that. You're like, yo, you turned on your best friend, your family when you got the dude got cancer. It's time to be very serious. And if yes. you're gonna say the jokes, I want you to sell them that like you're sadistic and you're going mad. Right. I want you to be like, give me the shot. If you're going for that Joker thing, and I can imagine like Jack Nicholson Joker being like, give me the shot. Remember yeah. he like gets that surgery, yeah. and he can be like, give me the flu shot. And he's like, you've already had four flu shots like I need flu shots because everyone's fucking disgusting me especially after you don't even know what what uh, uh Reigns and Rollins did behind the scenes right. like the he's basically like I, I is he accusing them of like fucking kids or like I'm like what yeah. like look honestly I was it was so dark and like, that's obviously right. it's not what the story is right. but I was like they're going somewhere deep like that anyway go yeah no, I was gonna say it's like a second beat where he in the first beat he has a thing about you don't know what you don't you don't know the truth the second about beat, the by the way for people who don't yeah. do improv I'm sorry yeah no go for it is, is uh, uh uh, a first beat uh, is like when you do a scene in improv, you do a comedy sketch. The second beat is when you uh, re- you uh, reprise that character, right? Yeah. You uh, you bring it back and you take you put that character in a heightened place, yeah, right? That, that character or that or you you take the idea to a place that's like a, a blown out version of that idea. And ideally, the storytelling of why it is relevant uh, 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 and why this is the best professional wrestling podcast uh, is that ideally between pay per views feuds. Do this. Right. They heighten, heighten until a, a place where they're. Uh, 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 I start my initial beef with you, mm-hmm. and I give you a justification. Here's why I'm mad at you. Here's why I turned at you. Here's why we have a problem. And then every single week, let's call them beats. We exacerbate that. Yeah. Exacerbate. Exacerbate. Ooh. Every time I try, I always fail. Every time, baby. <laughs> And uh, 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 right every yes. week, it, and it heightens it. It's, okay, so you're okay. Sorry. So then, so then, so what he does is the first, the first beat is he has something about 
you, you don't know the truth about the shield. Right. And then he also had that, uh, that napkin was like, oh, what that smell, right? And then in the second beat, he leaves behind the thing, which is you don't know the truth about the shield, and he brings forward the, 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 the gross stuff. It's like, no, you left behind the shit that was interesting. Right, right. You brought You brought the chaff. The frosting. You, you brought the frosting. And not the, the cake. At all. No yeah, cake. You're right. And not to mention, he's got four, also an improv, it's like you have one central comedic premise. Right. Right? And then you heighten that, right? right? He has four comedic ideas going, and they're all different genres. Right. And he's just saying stuff, saying stuff, saying stuff. He's very untrained. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying, I, I, for he's very untrained for what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's trying to be, like, he's trying to do, uh... Like a Nicholson, right. like something he's trying to do something he's really not pulling off. Yeah, uh, and and it, it's to be honest, it's uncomfortable to watch for me when Dean Ambrose. This is what I. It, it, it's 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 hard to watch someone flounder so poorly, and also people. I I I was in the airport at WrestleMania 33. I was coming, flying back from 33, and there was this uh, real jabroni of a couple, uh, like. Everyone's waiting. It's real early to get on the airplane, and they're just like full volume talking about wrestling and their opinions. Is you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. we're all marks leaving WrestleMania, flying back to uh, get back to reality. Unfortunately, but one girl's just like Dean. Dean's my man. Like it's always Dean. It's always been Dean. Like real yeah. romanticizing Dean. And I just wanted to be like, what has this guy done for you? Right. Since the Shield, like yeah. what? What are you seeing that I'm not? I just wanted to be like, do you just like Dean? Like, do you like Dean in that same way where you are like someone who? Uh, uh, I remember my buddy Eric growing up was like, we all liked Green Day when Dookie was out, right? And then everything they made after that wasn't good, and he just like held on to it because he was like, I'll be the guy. Clearly, you liked it as much as we did. Right. It was all kayfabe. Yeah, you clearly either. You're right. Like it's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be the guy that sticks with them. Like that's right. your gimmick, right? And then you see people go into adulthood and they still are following this thing, like, I'm I'm the hardcore and it's just to be hardcore. You're like, you know this work's not as good. Right. It's just I that's what this girl was doing. Right, right, and right. And right. it drove me fucking mad. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know. You tell me. Do you how do you feel you were when I met you, the only the only wrestling shirt you owned was a DA Dean Ambrose Anarchy shirt. Cool shirt, by the way. Yeah, I I'm still in the same place as I was a couple years ago when you asked me this question. I I'm still a fan of of Dean Ambrose. I just conceptually, I, I get it. Which is why, and I mean, like, not to, I'm not apologizing for anything, but it's like when I well, got that shirt to me quick. I I'm sorry. I when yeah, I got that uh, when like, I got finally. that shirt that was right after Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble before. Uh, what was the what, what was the out the one with Sting? What was the, the I mean the 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 WrestleMania with Sting? Thirty one. Thirty one. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the Royal Rumble before thirty one is when I started watching again. Right. Uh, and I saw Dean Ambrose. I liked his look. I liked the way that he worked. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Uh, and so, but now it's like, I still like the character, but I'm just dismayed at the fact that like, they don't know how to uh, write I him. I blame him. Yeah. Uh, I blame him fully. That's that's where we differ. Like, right. I think he blamed Brock Lesnar for, for WrestleMania 32. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, dude. It was that again. interview. It was the interview with Stone Cold. 
where right. I was kind of like, no, Stone Cold gave him shit, and Stone Cold was right. Yeah, where I was like, I, I felt, uh, on this podcast, I defended Ambrose, saying, yo, I, I defended. Yeah. I said Stone Cold. I was like, yo, come on, man, you're like live on the air. But I was like, now I'm like, yo, he was just looking out for him. It was tough love, and he did it yeah. on the air, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm in the same place where it's like, yeah, I like, I like the character enough. I still wear the shirt proudly. But uh, I just want so much more. And it seems so simple. Like, it seemed so simple to be like, uh, have him turn on Seth and then be like, this is just how it is. Yeah. Nothing personal. He it, literally it, said at the end of the promo, he goes, yeah, Rollins, look, it's convenient that he's doing an open challenge tonight. It's because he's scared. And I just like laughed. I was yeah. like, you think he's scared of you? You think Seth Rollins is scared of you? Dude, like. There's nothing scary about what you're doing. You're right. like a joke. Yeah. And it's important for you, a guy who's not that big. Yeah. You're not like McIntyre where I'd be like, oh, he's scared of you because you're, even Lashley, I'd buy you're scared of him. He's just a monster. Right. You, he has to be scared of you because you are like truly unpredictable. And a guy who's taking precautions to get every kind of shot in the book yeah. is a, is a, he's a, he's a, he's like the mad hatter, I guess. You wouldn't yeah. be scared of him. You'd be, just confused by him. Yeah, and I guess it's like, is he a hypochondriac? Is he, like, I mean, there was the, like, there was the... You he don't should know the, go, by the way, he should go full Bad Hatter. He right. should literally, like, I wouldn't, if, if Dean Ambrose was literally at, like, a tea table, <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's literally having tea, and, like, you're literally, like, one week speaks a different language, one week doesn't, like, I'm right. like, all right, whatever, that's interesting. But yeah, 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 you know, I, I mean, he I had he had the truth. Matt did, Hardy already nailed that. Right, yeah. I mean, there was just so much... That he was saying when I mean you don't know the truth about the shield you uh, I don't want to get sick by these people. Um, he also said that uh, like as part of this new Dean Ambrose thing where it's like um, the Ambrose time they dropped the whole like don't call me a lunatic. That's all like fertile ground. Like uh, don't call me a lunatic. Right. I'm not crazy. Love it. Keep going in that direction. Right. Or uh, 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 I yeah, it's not. I'm not on lunatic time. I'm on, I'm on Ambrose time. Show up whenever you want. Go with that. Right. Uh, you don't know the truth about S.H.I.E.L.D. Go with that. But they go with, like, 1989, this town's made of, made of poop people. Like, what is right. it? Like, what is this? Like, of course it's going to get heat for a second, but you can't just, you're, I mean, you're not Elias. You're not going to, like, figure out, a, like, a new funny way to make fun of right. the, the city every time. Yeah, it's just, it's just all over the map. Which, I mean, by the way, face Elias can go fuck himself, yeah. too. I hate that. Um, anyway. Face Elias is not working, no. uh, but again, it's not it's 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 not working because it, it's it's missing the key thing, which is that he insults the city, but he can insult the wrestler. Right. I mean, his Leo Rush things are hitting, but again, his problem this week is that we don't care about Corbin. No. We don't care about so it's just like he's got to insult someone who matters, which is by the way why you shouldn't talk shit about Ronda Rousey because she matters. Right. Like it's like John Cena mattered. You, these people don't matter. even. I mean. <laughs> Ah, uh, whatever. I don't want to talk shit about Roman, but he almost mattered. Right. Like matters now. The weird thing yeah. with Roman Reigns is that he well, Roman Reigns comes back and he will come back. Let's be positive about that. Yeah. He will matter. Yeah. And that's it. Dean Ambrose. I mean, he was on the car the hood of that car with the bonfire. That looked cool. Is that the do I don't I mean, I really all right. I said my piece on Dean yeah. Ambrose. I, I doubt I'll ever be a fan of this guy. Um I'm sure he's a nice guy. Um he does <laughs> I, I, yeah, all right, whatever. Speaking of nice guys, our listeners left some cashins. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Well we do have uh, all right, all right, here's a good good call. All right. Hey fellas, it's John Silva cashing in from Minneapolis where I just got home from SmackDown Live. It was my very 
first WWE live event. Mm. I've been to a handful of indie shows, and I went to All In in September, but this is my first WWE event, and um, I had a blast. It was so cool, and uh, I'm glad to finally uh, join the big leagues with all you other uh, wrestling veterans who have been going to these live shows for Welcome. years. Welcome. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I may have made some kind of social... Uh, <laughs> Uh, mistake Faux pas. at this live event, and I can't figure out like what I did wrong. So I wanted to run it by you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to hear whatever this is. Who've been following wrestling for longer than I have? Because I've only been watching wrestling for about a year and a half, so I'm pretty new compared to all you. So I go to check out the merch tent, or sorry, the merch table, because <laughs> you know I'm part of the Hounds of Merch, obviously. Hashtag and Hounds you know of Merch. I want to buy. I want to buy that store. iconic shirt. Iconic. So I go up to the guy, and I'm like, "Hey, do you guys have any Iconics merch?" And he looks at me like I just said something wrong. <laughs> he just stares at me for a second. And I'm like, well, do you have any iconic merch? <laughs> like, no. As if I had just, like, offended his great ancestors or something. And so I just said, okay, sorry, and I walked away. Why was that a stupid question? Why wouldn't they have iconic merch? They've been on the main roster for a while now. Why was that a Why was that a dumb thing to ask? Did I Did I uh, Was that a stupid question of me for me to ask, or was that guy just being an asshole? Uh, you tell me. But anyway, other than that, it was a great show, and I had a blast, and uh, I'm glad to be a wrestling fan. Thanks. Yeah. By the way, before I respond, John Silva immediately wrote in the Facebook page saying he was devastated that he didn't say cheers up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he hung up the phone and immediately goes, "I fucking didn't say cheers up." And I want to tell you that um, I am upset about it. Uh, I think uh, you know it's a, it's our it's our over and out, and uh, without it, I don't know when the cash is over. Um, God, I mean. It, this is supposed to be lull times, Daddy. But uh, what we we're coming hot with the great questions, John. You got the real. There's no basement in the Alamo tree, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got the full on Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, like, yeah. Look, if you said if I was working there and you asked me, do I have an iconic shirt? I wouldn't laugh at you, but I'd be like, dude, you know that. At WWE events, for some reason, they only have five wrestlers' shirts. Yeah. It's every single event, whether it's WrestleMania, although WrestleMania now has the store. They have a cool thing that like opens on Thursday night. It's like the, the, the superstore, and they'll have all the, like, I don't know about all the shirts, but they got tons of merch in there. But yeah, you know that uh, uh, for some reason, they'll only have a couple of wrestlers' shirts. For example, listen to this ridiculousness. Uh, WrestleMania 31, Rollins cashed in Monday Night Raw. I was like, oh, I got to pick up a Rollins shirt for the champ. They don't have, they didn't even have Seth Rollins shirts yeah. at, at when he won the championship title at WrestleMania. So it's like, they, there's no rhyme or reason to what shirts they have there. And WWE is big of a company. They should have, they should have every current shirt of every wrestler on the Raw or SmackDown show. Why not? It should be there should be some kind of rhyme or reason here. Like uh if you're at Survivor Series, every wrestler wrestling on Survivor Series, their shirt should be up there. Right? That yeah. just seems just I don't know. I'm sure some of them would have a reason for that. But yeah, they don't they don't have it. It's I, kooky. I disagree with you. Yeah. I I think um the he wouldn't know that. This is his first he just got his call up. To the to the to the WWE, he's never been to a show before, a live event. John, John, 
Why would he know that they don't have that? Wait, what are you disagreeing with me about? I was, that was, I mean, I don't, dis, I'm not disagreeing fundamentally with you. I think oh, yeah. Because you, uh, I'm disagreeing with the point, your point that uh, you would say, you know, they don't have this stuff. He doesn't know. He wouldn't know. Furthermore, no, I don't think he should know that. Why would he know that? You just said it. No, I was saying. You said that, if I was working there and you asked me if I had a no, conic no, shirt. if I was being like a snob. Oh, okay. Well, I'd you didn't like, clarify that. I would give you the peewee stream and be like, you Got think it. that we have iconic shirts here? Like, obviously not. But I'm saying that's because every every wrestling fan, I'm saying every seasoned wrestling fan, uh-huh. this is your first live event, which congratulations. Right. We all know you're not going to get the shirt you want there. Here's what I would have said if I was that guy working there. Ask me if you have Iconics merch. Oh, um, yeah. Hey, uh, do you guys have any Iconic shirts? Uh, no, sorry about that. No, yes, obviously. Period. That's a normal This person. guy is 100% an asshole. And as a matter of fact, John, I would encourage you, if anything like this ever happens again in your life, where there's somebody behind a desk. Kill like him. A customer service person. I mean, not that far. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> off with his head. All right, Dictator Dan. Yeah. Look, uh, I would even, I would, you know what? I, maybe don't take my advice. I like to escalate situations. Like if that guy behind the desk was like, no. Go, go in for the kiss. Like an asshole. I would say, I would say straight up, like, what? Is your fucking problem? Do you want me to, like? Here, let me ask you a question. Other than, do you have Iconics merch? Do you want me to bounce your fucking head off the ground? Because I'll do that if you talk to me that way again. And then you know, keep it threaten people is what I'm saying. Don't let them out alpha you. You want an iconic shirt? That's fucking badass. Don't let this jabron making ten dollars an hour. Not that I'm making a judgment on class situations, but don't let him talk to you that way. That was very Philadelphia, you know. Take a stand, threaten people, but don't judge them for their class because don't we're ju- a hard working, yeah, we're hard working blue collar right. people. Na, and I'm just saying, na, 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 <laughs> don't let people talk to you that way. They don't. You don't owe anybody. Anything. You know what I would have done? I would have looked him right in the eye and I would have said, sorry for making eye contact with you and asking stupid questions. Yeah. I'm leaving now. <laughs> no, we don't <laughs> have iconic yeah, work. No, great <laughs> cashing, great yeah. cashing. Yeah, All right, yeah. we got one more topic to cover here. Uh, we got one more topic to cover, I think, on the pod, and I'm not sure why this went less because this is actually one of the things I'm the most fired up about, yeah. but probably because it's on... Um, Alright, <laughs> moving Jesus. on to SmackDown. I actually have a couple more things to tell about SmackDown. I can't even resist them. Um, but, I want Becky Lynch, the hottest act in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd argue that yeah, the, the women's, the stuff, you said it earlier, but the shit that's happening in women's wrestling right now is incredible. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of talk. We're going to have our first ever Triple threat, triple threat TLC women's match. I, I think it's the first ever TLC women's match. Tables, letters, and chairs for the new listeners. We know John Silva might not know what a TLC match is. <laughs> Iconics merch in the Alamo. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, 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 <laughs> it's so funny because my wife's from Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. And like, I'd never been to Texas in my life before I met my wife. And my all my tech and I think of Texas, all I think about is Pee Wee Big Big yeah, Adventure. Yeah, yeah. That's it. All and I like I remember the first time I went to Dallas, just like 
asking Jamie's family, just being like, yo, you know the song, the um the one that's like the star shine bright. Yeah. It's in, in the, the heart, heart of Texas. Texas. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's real. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know that just from Pee Wee. That's and, such a great scene where he just, he's like, was it Donnie doesn't believe that he's in Texas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, listen. And he's like, the stars at night, I bring it bright. And then everybody goes deep in the heart of Texas. Wait, do you Pee Wee? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a rebel, daddy, a loner. That's it. Yeah, oh, you, just did, you just went into the Joker. A little bit, yeah. You had it high. Yeah. All right, anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really uh, good. Amazing Larry. Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Maybe you have something to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I had to get really into good. it. All right, uh, Pee Wee Newman. <laughs> you guys heard Pee Wee Newman in studio. I'm a grown man. It's okay for me to masturbate in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you also it goes into Krusty the Krusty, Clown. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. Oh, oh nice. So anyway, uh, we're just tapping the, the potential of the Newman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, Becky Lynch, hot, uh, uh, hottest act in professional wrestling. Yeah. She said it herself. Okay. Now, I'm very excited for this triple threat match. I think it'd be really cool. I want to see Becky wrestle again. I'm excited about it. I would like to stick to what I said last week. And say I was very worried about this Charlotte heel turn, and I will stick with that. Mm -hmm. I think, let's be honest here, Becky did not pop like she has been this week, and like she did the other weeks. Uh, her, the contrast, I said, Charlotte being face was the reason Becky was heel. Yeah. It was the whole reason for so it. So we said before, the, the relativity the of interconnected. Of yeah. So the fact that Charlotte comes out and they're both bad guys and they're both just one-upping each other and there's no vulnerability on Charlotte's side, nothing Becky's saying is hurting, you're the best, I'm the best, I'm pedigree, my dad, this, this, yeah. is losing the thing that Becky is unstoppable and uncontrollable and is like saying whatever she wants. Think about all the best Becky moments. Becky with Edge attacking Be Edge's vulnerabilities, being like, your neck, don't let your neck hurt that. I love myself, right? Yeah. Remember that? Like, you can't do that if Charlotte's like, you don't affect me, I'm better than you, I'm genetically superior, blah, blah, blah. She has to be hurt. Yeah. She has to be like, yo, Becky, you were my best friend. Look at you, you're spinning out of control. Right. So now they're like, all right, well, we'll add a face to the equation. Asuka, someone who can't speak English. Right. I mean, like, so how... They're setting Becky up for failure. I'm sorry. I don't like delivering this. This I don't like this power I have to know that things are not right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wish I could watch this and think that Dean Ambrose did a good job. Again, I'm pretty positive the fact that we get wrestling here. But this Becky thing was too fucking important to ruin. And I'm worried it's ruined. Nia's not nailing it over there. Now, look. Look. I'm getting worked in a way because Becky, like I said, that moment she had when she had blood all over, all over her face was the most iconic moment in women's professional wrestling history. And she will be able to, she's now solidified in the ions of, of, of time. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Where the, annals, the, I think. In the annals and in the annals of time. She's now solidified anally. And I would like to say, but that, uh, okay, I don't you like know, that. Dan okay. doesn't like potty humor. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Anyway, hey, come on, guys. That kind of humor is, uh, makes. <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> makes your makes, touch. Okay. Anyway, we take that kind of humor and. Uh, Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye bye. Okay. Bro. <laughs> okay. Look, look, look. That's unnecessary. Okay. But no, I'm saying is that uh, uh, is that Becky the second Becky 
and Ronda Rousey go face to face, people will go fucking nuts. She'll be fine. But I'm saying this week was significantly less fun than what's been happening, and I'm just telling you why. Yeah. Don't kill the messenger. It's like Mario Kart where you're hitting those like boosters, right. and you hit one, boom, next one, boom, next one, boom, next one, boom. Then you hit a fucking ramp. She missed a booster, or they missed a booster right. with this. Absolutely. They need to keep it, to keep the rockets going. Because Charlotte had the nice thing where she was like, I did it. I, Becky told me to do it, and then I did it. And then she immediately comes out and negates that. She's like, I didn't do it for Becky. Like, yeah. right? She said something. Like, it's like, I said I did it for Becky, but like, I did it how Becky would, but I did it with flair or whatever. Yeah. She can't do what I do. And you're like, what? The cool yeah. thing was that like Becky beat the fuck out of you so far. You couldn't even stand up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, now it's my time and you stepped on all my opportunities. Like, I just, we're in trick. This is, this is just simple, problematic writing here. Yeah. Now, here's why I'm worried still. Like I said, when Rousey and Becky go face to face, it'll be good. If Rousey, if, if Becky shows up and dismantles Nia Jax randomly, punches her in the face, and she starts bleed, gushing blood, we'll pop, we'll be back. My worry is that the plan is still Charlotte. Right. Like, the plan is still, like, Vince is like, nah, look, the Marks like Becky, and now we can capitalize off Becky, but Charlotte's still the face, and this is w what the plan is, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, Vince is like, there's always a plan A. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm, and th that's what worries me about it. So, anyway, I'm optimistic about it. I hope Becky looks strong in that, but just, look, let's not be fooled. Becky's, uh, her lines were not hitting this week yeah. like they were before, and she sounded like, I'm the best, I'm the best. And no one was saying you're acting insane. Right. No one was yes ending her. That's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah, and I, uh, I mean, I thought. Do you think it would have been a good opportunity to sort of like uh, have have the conversation go more like I asked you to give her the beating that I would. And you did. Yes. And then Charlotte goes, you're goddamn right I did. The only, and they fucking fist bump. That was and it. It's, yeah, that's the it. The only way to do it was have Charlotte to to uh, 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 to to bow down to the new queen. At least. And would just be like, you know what, Becky? You were right. Like, yeah. I, you know, and just be like, you're right. Like, there's bigger things at play here. And then she stands behind her. Yeah. That's just not. I, by the way, I don't want that. I'm right. saying because of this heel turn. That was, you know, that was. Uh, that, and it didn't. This is just didn't serve anybody. Yeah. I, I, it didn't. Yeah, I mean, anyway, so like it's it that story. What what is this? What is if this is for the four horsewomen thing? I'm gonna be annoyed. I will be annoyed. Right. I'll probably be. I'm I, like I said, the four horsewomen thing again. I I I don't think this was worth it for right. that. I think we could have found a way to get into that without blowing the hottest moment of Becky's career, right. uh, which I'm not saying is blown, but is significantly less fun without. Charlotte as a face. Charlotte is the Ronda Rousey of the SmackDown show, and it's important for her to be existing as the Cena-esque character yeah. there. And another thing that they could have done, which I or wish Triple H, which, I wish that they would do more of, because they seemingly don't do it ever, is when somebody's coming back, right. don't announce it ahead of time. Have her music hit yeah. unexpectedly. And I saw she was like, oh, the champ will be back. Come on. Like yeah. that's like the simplest way to work, people. Yeah. Because, like, when you never knew if Stone Cold's music was going to hit, or you knew you were anticipating it, and then the glass would break and you'd freak out, it was never like, oh, Stone Cold's going to be on Raw this Monday. Yeah. It, yeah. They just, they always miss that opportunity. Yeah. I wish they would. No, you're, you're right. They do it. I know why they do it. I even, you know, listen, even for the podcast, sometimes I'm like, should I announce this thing? Should right. I just drop it? Or, and then you're like, yeah, what, the, in this day and age, just announce it. What's right. the big deal? 
It just is what it is. It's like, we, we live in times that are less fun. Yeah. Right. Somebody on the on the on the Facebook page talking about wrestling four in the morning under his eye. Under his eye, supposed to be the fruit. As a matter of fact, yeah. Said uh, something interesting too, where it's like, it does seem like a way to get uh, the belt. Like it does seem that like Oscar might win because she can pin. Charlotte, right? Becky doesn't actually ever eat a pin, uh, and then she, maybe Becky can win the Rumble, and uh, uh, you know it kind of opens up some pathways. There's some interesting pathways that emerge, right? If they book it a certain way. Sure, I mean, I guess I'm yeah. not ahead of it. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, Oscar has been pretty irrelevant, so just to throw in here, I, I pff, all right, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm just worried. Yeah. I've been worried, and I'm worried, and I have every right to be worried. I mean, this Ambrose thing worried me. I was right about that. So yeah. hopefully, I'm wrong here. I really, uh, I'll be a Becky Mark no matter what. Just yeah. so that's, yeah, yeah. that's the difference. I think if yeah, if you're worried, I'm worried too. I think it's because we can't, we want, like, we're excited about the Becky situation, and we right. want it to go right. Uh, yeah, so it's just coming it's coming from a place of, of love. Let's hear Cashin. All right, Cashin. Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Emily Scott calling hey. the Carolina Cow Contingent. And my question is, um, what would y'all do to fix the tag team division? Because uh, it's a mess. Um, they don't seem to know what they're doing over on Raw. Um, and SmackDown is a little more focused, but... Uh, even that, they just seem kind of aimless recently, and it, it sucks because I know for me personally, there are tag teams I really enjoy, uh, and I find myself not really caring about them because I, I don't even know, like, what what is this? Why should I care? What's going on? Um, it's kind of terrible right now. And uh, so, yeah, how would you revamp that? I think, if anything, it, uh, it really kind of stood out watching uh, Jeff Hardy and all the footage of the Hardy Boys last night. Um, just... Uh, uh, how far we need to go to get back to a really strong tag team division uh, since they're not giving us the women anytime soon, it seems. So um, would love to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks so much, and cheers up. Cheers up. Thank God. Yeah. John Silva. I mean, an amateur an amateur at the mer- merch booth, <laughs> right? And then an amateur right. in cashing in. Didn't yeah, even just drop a cheers up. Silva, I'm expecting next week from you, I'm expecting just a cash in that's just cheers just up. Sh- just to make up for this tra- yeah. travesty, thank you, uh, uh, Emily, for you know uh, uh, for for not being a walking embarrassment. Absolutely, she's got it. a good radio voice. I'd yeah. like to say. Yeah. Emily's yeah. got good radio voice. Yeah. Anyway, well, down at the cow contingent contingent in Nor- the North Carolina cow contingent. Yeah, there's a lot of go- a lot of people out there. Yeah. So anyway, um, here's what I would say about the tag division: is if you feel the way that they write, the the it's very clear that. The tag division is a low priority for the company. Yeah. Like the simplest way to to make it matter is to make it a higher priority, right? Like think about the IC belt. When the IC belt was main eventing pay-per-views, you immediately cared more about the IC belt. You know what I mean? It's like if we had main event tag matches or something, not not main event on Raws, on, on pay-per-views, it would matter. So just just it seems obvious, but just having it be a priority. And now that means uh, not just taking two wrestlers you have nothing for and making them a tag team, like Team Glorious or whatever those guys are. Yeah. Rude and Gable, let's throw them in a tag team. That's it. Um, uh, even the bar, like the, they're like a long-standing, here's two guys we don't know what to do with. Right. So they're a tag team. Um, and then tag teams should be wrestling other tag teams. Right. Like... Uh, and they should be proud of being a tag team, right. you know? So it's it's kind of like as simple as that. Not to mention the tag team division is spread very thin across shows. So, like, what tag teams that we have that are, like, genuine tag teams? Like, AOP is a genuine tag team. Usos. Right? Usos, genuine tag team. 
uh, New Day. Anderson and Gallows are a genuine tag team in yeah. my mind. Who's that? Maybe the New Day, but there are three guys. Know. New Days are New Day are a problem for the tag division. To right. be perfectly honest, um, New Day are a problem because they're we know that they're a goof act. Right. Right. Like we know that they're they can put on great matches. They're great wrestlers. They're extremely charismatic. But when they have the belts, it doesn't elevate the title. We've seen it. They've had the belt like five or six times. Yeah. They end up just hosting manias like their charisma, which, by the way, I mean, they're I'm not knocking their role, but they don't make the titles feel like fights. Right. They make them feel like props. Right, right, They right. literally come out like dressed like all props. The belts get lost. You don't even see the titles, you know? Yeah. So I think, to be honest, like, even though they can have awesome matches, like when they had, uh, what was it, Shield New Day or, no, 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 the White Family New Day, like that, that uh, uh, th- that match was pretty hardcore, an amazing match, but it doesn't make it matter as much. So it has to matter. And th- the revival, yeah, re- but I mean revival of now. They're like a complete goof. They're yeah. they're, they're complete jobbers. Right. They're they're they only sh- yeah. So is uh, just making it higher uh, priority. You know. So I mean. I think also we need better tag teams, simply put. Like, yeah. we need better talent. Like, I think they should all be on one show. I don't know how you do that. Right. But you need you need a tag team that really catches people's eye in a way that, like, I think, truthfully, acrobatics matter a lot. I think that uh, a two I would take a tag team of two 205 guys. Yeah. Like, a, like, think about London and Kendrick. That's a tag team I really fucking loved. They had, like, cool tag team movesets. Uh, I, I do like the Usos a lot. They just don't get good writing, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, like, you, are you, like, sign the Young Bucks. I right. mean, I'm sorry. Like, it's if you sign the Young Bucks, the tag team division matters. Like, you need teams that really believe in tag team wrestling. Yeah. Well, I that's was, why I mentioned the revival. Right. Because, like, on paper, yeah. that's their thing. But they got jobbed out right away because I think because Homeboy got hurt. Right. And so they were like, ah, well, fuck you. Which is, I mean, I'll never understand that. Yeah. I mean, the tag team division should be treated almost like almost like how they treated 205 Live in the beginning, or like the cruiserweights, where it's like almost its own. It's own its own thing where I like I want to feel like tag teams want to be tag teams, right? Like they really believe in tag team wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be different than just two like two guys that all that right. wrestle together. And they have them, which like I said, these examples, Usos. Yeah, you you have them. AOP. I actually think they're doing great work. Like when they do that finish, that like. They have great uh, the the when they do the tap yeah what, what's uh, it called super collider the super collider they do that and then they do the other one that's like the, the final flip chapter. over yeah that like those moves you're like oh these guys are like these guys are uh, understanding tag team wrestling now here's the next level you bring up uh uh undisputed era yes right those guys keep all three of uh the guys who are not Adam Cole like fish uh you know fish strong and um O'Reilly O'Reilly and those guys come up and they're tag teams and that's 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 all they're trying to do yeah and they're coming there and destroying guys yeah cuz tag team uh American Alpha I think truthfully should have stayed uh, a tag team yes and yeah I would that's it I would have the tag team matches but the tag team matches yeah, it just needs to be higher priority. It's truthfully, it needs to be higher priority, less hodgepodge teams rising to the top, making a mockery of the divisions. Like the bar hurt tag team wrestling, truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can have one or two teams like that where they're like, hey, let's try our hands here. 
But I would almost like to see two guys be like, hey, we can't win over there. Why don't we go down there and then realize tag team wrestling is such a specific thing where they loot. They're like, oh, you can't just join that. Right. Yeah. And more spots. Tag team wrestling should be more spot fest. Yeah, the, 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 the Young Bucks. Like they they make fun of that like in the ring when they're when they're when they're wrestling they'll yell things like hey let's do one of our cool right. tag team moves um, I love that yeah um yeah so uh so make it more of a priority and that means give the young bucks whatever money they need <laughs> I don't think I think at this point we don't see the young bucks ever in WWE because of uh, they're starting that promotion yeah <laughs> that's really gonna happen and I think that's where they're gonna spend the rest of their days um and. And that's probably the smart move for them. It's a bummer. But uh, I would love to see them come to WWE, but I don't think we're going to see it. Uh, okay, cool. Great cash-in. Actually, I played all the cash-ins this week. Nice. I, think probably, you, I think you might have missed one called Tournament of Nerds. Oh, shit. Oh, no, there's a, two more I missed. Fuck. What's Fuck plan? you guys for cashing in. Plan? <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, all right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say two quick things right. about uh, about Ron's, uh, about two quick things because I think they're worth mentioning, and then we're going to play these cash-ins, and then we're out. Okay. But if you want more, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling, get our bonus episodes. Our new episode today is the dissection of the WWE home DVD, the Rock, the People's Champion DVD, my favorite Rock DVD. I watch the thing once a year to pay homage to the champ anyway the great one um i thought aj cut a great promo this week yeah uh one thing a couple things he said that i really liked is that he didn't give he's such a face he said hey i understand why you low blowed me i thought that was good but he's like what i don't get is the head stomps after the match yeah he's like i understand going to where you need to go to win a match but i do not understand you stomping my head. And so I, I, I think I like him. He really knocked Daniel Bryan just being like, oh, and he's not here this week. It's like, hey, you think this is raw? You weren't, you know, I don't miss when I was a champion. I don't miss. I'm not missing live events. I'm not missing everything. AJ to me, this is when he checks the box for me. He checks the all American box, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting American in quotes because fuck. Yeah. Not fuck America, but like fuck classic nationalism. It's right. it's destructive. But uh, 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 you don't need to be like this. It's just he checks the boxes of like a guy who's like, I'm hardworking. I have a moral code uh, like the Cena box to me. And he does it in a way where he wrestles way better. And, he, you know, so anyway, uh, AJ Styles, thank you. Thank you for doing all that. So I think that's really cool. And um, yeah, well, all right. <laughs> all right uh, hey, you're welcome. You're welcome, Diane. Oh, AJ, you're, I thought I saw you, yeah. so I was stalling here, for bro. you to come in here, but then you, AJ, hey, uh, no, sh- I know we need to wrap up, but AJ Styles is here, can you talk to him? Wow, I'm yeah, here, bro. Go, as much as I want to get out of here, this is a big deal. I'm here, bro. Okay, yeah, AJ, man, dude, hey, I just want to, how you feeling, man? I see you're holding a bag of ice. I'll tell you what, man, my ass is really chapped recently. All right. Now look, I lost. Wait, literally chapped or almost literally chapped. Yeah. Or metaphor. I know you know both. you have some uh, some Georgian metaphors that I don't f- it's totally both, understand. All right. Look, the devil came down to Georgia and he was looking for an ass to chap, and he found mine. All right. Is that it? Okay. Look, it's not how it goes. You know, I lost. I lost to Daniel Bryan. I don't mind losing. Right. It's how I lost that angers me. All right. People keep kicking me in the nuts, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, AJ, I'm sorry. I see you're holding that two bags of ice over there. I got one bag of ice yeah. from my left nut. Yeah. And I got another bag of ice from my right nut. My third nut, 
on ice. Yeah, I mean, you've been hitting the nuts. Shinsuke hitting you in the nuts for, I want to say, twice a week uh, for four months straight. Yeah, man. <laughs> I started with two nuts. Well, it's amazing you have four kids. It's a good thing you got that out of the way. All of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, AJ, uh, AJ Jr., AJ the second. Uh, all my AJs are out. Wait, all your kids are named AJ? Yeah, I'm like George Foreman, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. I named all my kids George Foreman. I named my products George Foreman. All right? I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one. All okay. right? The what? The phenomenal one. The, the wait, I'm I, AJ Styles. I'm phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Uh, okay. I'm AJ Styles, and I'm phenomenal. Wait, okay, okay. Now, you're you're losing the first part there. Say it, Just say it slow for me. I just want to make sure. I'm AJ Styles. And I'm phenomenal. <laughs> okay. All right? All right. Look, man, I keep losing. The other day I lost. I was playing my kid. I was playing AJ1 in Madden. Right. Right? I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. All right? Yeah. 1999 uh, Atlanta Falcons, right? I got Warren Sapp on the D. Yeah. All right? I'm about to win. My son, AJ1, he punches me in the nuts. What? Your kid hit you in the nuts? He, he said, fuck you, daddy. And he kicked me, he punched me right in the nuts. Wow. So you that's I don't mind losing. It's how I lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You don't like, yeah, I know. It's a bummer. I mean, you got hit in the, that's unbelievable. It, hey, yeah. So it's just like everyone sees your dick as like a major vulnerability here. They must. It's like a game at the boardwalk or something. Yeah. You know, when you go to the to a, uh, Atlantic City. And you're on the boardwalk. Is Atlantic City in New Jersey or Atlanta? Atlanta City. <laughs> Atlanta City. Yeah, you know when you go to Atlanta City. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't. You mean the city of Atlanta? Sure. No, I don't mean the city that the the, the city that sank into the sea that the government doesn't want you to know. <laughs> no, about. that's Atlantis. All right, whatever, dude. That the government doesn't want us to know about. No. Oh my! Isn't that more your flat earth? There's stuff? a lot of stuff that the government doesn't want us to know about. Like what? I'll hook you up with my buddy Alex. He can tell you all about it. Okay. Look, uh, what else? Well, I'll tell you what else. The government doesn't want us to know about uh, the fact that our TVs put out delta waves that melt your brain. Did you know that? What? No, what? Delta waves, dog. Delta waves. Delta 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 waves. Wait, how do you spell that? D E apostrophe where the L will be. T A. Delta. Delta. <laughs> okay. All right. Delta listen, AJ. Okay. AJ. Listen. Listen. The other day, I was at I was at the store, and uh, I'm reaching reaching for my wallet. I can't find my wallet. I lost my wallet. Turns out, I got hit in the nuts so bad, <laughs> the wallet fell out of my back pocket. I don't mind losing my wallet. It's how I lost it yeah. that bothers me. Listen, you, wait, what happened? So you, wait, you, you, somebody hit you in the. I'm at, I'm in line. You should care about losing your wallet, also. It doesn't matter how I lose it or why I lose it or that I lose it. It matters why and how. You understand? I'm oh, in okay. line at Pavilions, right? Pavilions, you know that that you store. You mean pavilions? Pav the grocery store. Pavilions. No, no, not pa look. Pav I got trouble saying else. All right. Okay. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I don't have my diction is not phenomenal. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And yeah, I got someone came up behind me, lobe, yo blowed me, right? <laughs> yeah. You got you mean low blowed. They, low they, blowed. They yo blowed me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And my wallet popped out of my jeans. All right. I don't mind losing my wallet. Hey, what was I saying? Yeah, I, I think you said how it happened. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Oh, oh. 
Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh. Like, wait, you, you just you acted like you got oh. hit in the nuts. Oh, I got hit. I lost my train of thought. I don't mind losing my train of thought. It's how I lose it that bothers me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. AJ, AJ, look, you're having it tough. Oh. We, got, we got some ice for you in the lobby. You All right, go? dude. I think I got about five nuts at this point. They just been keep they keep shattering like like infinity gems into my in my sack. Yeah, okay. In my, in my, my scrotal my scrotal sack. Yeah, yeah. All right, AJ. Oh. Well, it's good to see you, man. Hopefully you get that belt back at TLC. We're, yeah. we're rooting for you here on the cow pot. You know what? I appreciate it. Uh, uh, you know, especially, you know, all my, my friends here in, in, uh, the CIA that I've been talking, oh, I shouldn't actually, I shouldn't bring this up. Well, Hey, Hey, what? I shouldn't bring this up. You might, people think I'm losing my mind. You could tell us here, man. This no, is- no, 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 no. You can think you're like, you're going to say AJ has lost his mind. Okay. Well, you well, all right. Which by the way, if I lost my mind, <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind losing my mind. It's, it's not that I lost my mind. It's, it's that how? I got kicked in the nuts and my brain popped out of my head. Yeah, listen, you're uh, you're going below my you're going above my pay grade here, but this I don't understand how you lose your mind by getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah, well, how about I give you a nut shot? You see if you keep your senses about you. All right, try. Kick me in the nuts. Ow! 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 Yeah. Oh. I understand. There you go. See? I understand. All right, y'all. I got to go. I understand. Hey, I get it. Hey, this was phenomenal. <laughs> there, you get it. You sound like an idiot, but. <laughs> All right, get the fuck out All of right, here. Bye. AJ, get out of here. Anyway, AJ, uh, 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 he came in here. You heard it here a second. Uh, he got hit in the nuts a bunch of times. All right, I'll just say, uh, Samoa Joe, I thought, uh, cut a great promo oh, on Jeff Hardy. I yeah, thought, man. It's almost like this is being buried. They didn't even, this happy 20th anniversary, yo, Simone Joe is being wasted. Yeah. Simone Joe is incredible. He should be feuding with Rollins. Like, he, he, Simone Joe on the microphone is acting, is great. Uh, I just think he's, they, they gotta give him a push. That's yeah. all. The yeah. guy's great. He, he deserves, and he's getting old. So let's do it now. I mean, I thought his insults of, of uh, talk about saying stuff that's real, right? And I know yeah. this is well-worn territory, but the whole thing is I was popping champagne in the back, and he was like, I, I don't want to bring it out here because we know that you can't control yourself, yeah. you know? And uh. just all ripping on um, uh, Jeff Hardy's personal demons. It shows you the power of saying things that are real. There's yeah. a lot of stuff this week that was not Real, a lot of mistakes, insulting to our intelligence. I've said this before. The WWE universe are smarkier than the writing gives us credit for. Right. Right? And they should do a better... This week, a lot of good stuff happened. They could have done better. That being said, let's appreciate the fact that we get wrestling all year round. Okay? All right. Let's hear. We got these two last cash-ins, and then that means I played all of them. Can I play them, Manoj? Yeah, go ahead. 10.23 a.m. Oh, this is too low. Even too low? Standard time. <laughs> Unfortunately. To toe too low. Cashing walking through a field? Currently yeah, on a what? ski lift. <laughs> oh, my God. Riding two feet of fresh pow-pow. Uh, and uh, I'm, of course, wearing a burn it down Seth Rollins shirt. That's because I'm marked. Anyways, uh, to the point so you don't cut me off because I hate when you guys do that. Uh, Yo, storytelling <laughs> on Raw and SmackDown is incredible. However, Raw doesn't de- uh, deliver the storytelling the way SmackDown does. The best division in all of the WWE right now is the SmackDown's women division. Dan Black, I know you said you were scared how this would affect Becky. Becky comes out like new fucking entrance. I am the man. It's fucking sick. Charlotte comes out. They're just 
improving lines at each other and spitting hot fire and then this awesome sequence where the heels come out then the faces come out we get a battle royal Asuka TLC alright so anyway uh, <laughs> Tulo on the, I was gonna say Tulo was snowboarding or, or yeah, skiing, skiing this this weekend and he was rocking the cow shirt down the slopes I, I, I'm a, I gotta tell you nothing makes me smile when you guys rock these cow shirts uh, Jabroniak Ken McGraw was making his Thanksgiving turkey yeah, rocking great. the cow shirt it's just like <laughs> I, I feel fucking honored. Like, same thing as when you go to the arena rocking the cow shirt. I know that's a big deal. Uh, listening to the cow shirt while running a marathon. Like, uh, hey, I don't think that'll ever get old for me <laughs> when you guys choose to rock the cow uh, at important moments in your life or exotic moments yeah. like being on the ski lift, cashing in on a ski lift. Gotta, gotta give Tulo that problem. I almost didn't cut him off because of it. Um, but uh, hey, Tulo, before we I get texts from you disagreeing with me, I just want to say I didn't say that Becky didn't do a good job. I didn't say that Charlotte did a bad job. Um, I do think by the way, Charlotte's teeth are very distracting to me. I will say so that. So white. They're so absurdly white. Speaking of so white, can we drop the genetically superior line? Like, oh, in these times, wow. in these times, can we please? Like, she doesn't need it. I never thought about that, but um, uh, 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 this is an interesting point. It is an interesting point. Just um, a sidebar, that's all. No, no, it's an interesting point. I, 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 have to think of, I, don't have a, I don't have a quick answer for that. Uh, I'd have to think about that. Speaking of uh, genetics and race and all that, there's a cash-in uh, that relates to that. Uh, it's called oh. Tournament of Something. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, but uh, I will say, I, did say, I just said that it wasn't as hot as it could have been. Right. You understand? That's it. I was talking about the yin and yang of the writing. Last cashing and then we're out of here but your patrons you're just getting started if you're a patron subscriber hey dan hey newman this is harry aka single age aka vh man just wanted to single say age. uh last weekend survivor series weekend was dope dan talking to you after the tournament of nerds is awesome newman i gotta run into you after or during raw and that was a pretty great weekend you guys are awesome keep up the good work with the podcast i just wanted to bring up some stuff i haven't cashed in, in quite some time but i i had a I had to just cash in. I gotta say, I'm getting kind of tired of Baron Corbin. I I was giving him the benefit of the doubt for a while, but like this guy, I just I can't. To give him the, so much time on the mic is just such a detriment to the rest of the show. He's just not that interesting. Like the DB6 is a fine move, but like his <laughs> exactly right point, yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah. attention. Um. On on the SmackDown side, I was watching tonight while I was at work because I had some downtime. Don't lie, bro. Um, You're watching on the clock. The, the Joe promo on Jeff Hardy was nuts. I <laughs> loved it. That that shit just came out of the fucking gates, just going after Jeff Hardy and his like issues that are kind of hidden from the world. But I thought that was great. I, I want to see them fight. I want to see them do some crazy shit, maybe. And then um, one thing about Jeff Hardy that I'm kind of frustrated with is when he does the delete motion, he does the, the full hand, and he yeah. just does it straight out. Whereas when Matt Hardy did it as the broken, woken gimmick, it was kind of just the index finger and the middle finger out kind of downwards. So when Jeff does it, it looks like a Nazi salute, yep. and then all the fans do it like that, and it's kind yep. of frustrating. Um, wanted to see what you guys thought about that. Maybe I'm just too sensitive but being a jewish man who watches wrestling it it's a little weird to watch anyway keep watching wrestling i know that's your thing dan but anyway cheers up bye yeah, yeah. listen <laughs> you can say my things all you want baby i don't own these things but i will say as long as you went with the cheers up i mean it's yeah. I, I, i'm nervous that you know that it's not gonna happen uh hard agree 
on the the Nazis, the, yeah. looking like a Nazi salute. Jeff, it's just it's hard to be mad at Jeff Hardy. He doesn't even know where he is. I don't think he, no, he's not doing it on purpose. <laughs> I don't think Matt Hardy even thought, "Hey, this kind of looks like this." I don't blame them at all. It just is. It's objectively uh, unsettling to watch ten thousand people all do that. At the same time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I have a hard yeah. time with that poster above you. I've said it a million times that, before. I don't see it. But, <laughs> anyway, yeah. it just at the corner of my eye. It's so Nazi. Yeah. Anyway, listen, Jabroniacs. I got to tell you, this might be one of our longest episodes today. Uh, Two twenty-five. Wow. Oh my god! Wow. In the low the week, low Daddy. Low week. You think all you fucking jabronis being like, hey, Dan. Uh, uh, how you gonna do an eight hour up? I'm saying, how am I gonna end at eight hours? Yeah, right. Uh, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna I mean, it is horrifying to think that we have to do four times as much as this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do anything, okay? You don't have to do anything. I will say, I just posted, just to elongate this episode a little more, just, I posted in the Facebook page because I had it open. I just said, hey, I'm recording. Ask me a question. And you, a lot of you responded, and maybe I'll start doing this as a thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not normally on Facebook. I happen to have it open. And just thought uh, uh, while Newman was blabbering on, maybe I'd uh, get, give him some payback for all the times he gets on the phone. Right. So I will ask one of their questions here, right. and then we'll go into it, okay? Uh, he said, uh, Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan, should they come back as the Wyatt family? This is from Roberto Arredondo. Um, and uh, uh, Roberta, I apologize, yeah. Roberta. Uh, should they come back as the Wyatt family, change all their gimmicks? Uh, if they do change their gimmick, how should they change? I, I would say this flat out. They should come back as the Wyatt family. Yep. The Wyatt family is fucking great. And what they should do is give them some specificity and make us understand what they want. Clear want and then go for it. As opposed to just being like weird and supernatural. It should be like uh, uh, terrorists in a movie who have demands. Yes. That's and what I want. I would go one step further. I feel like you're going to disagree with me on this. Uh, I would fold Strowman back into the Wyatt family. Oh, uh, I I wouldn't say I would disagree with that. Yeah. I would say that I'd have to see yeah. how they do that. I my the I reason would, that I'm against it is because I think Bray Wyatt is a big big star. I think yeah. that I think I get sad thinking about the years they've squandered on Bray Wyatt. And he's had some great moments, yeah. by the way. Let's not undershoot it, but he had a title run that like meant nothing. He had a match with Randy Orton that was four seconds long. I love the House of Hardcore match, uh, House of Horrors match. People hated that. Yeah. I think that's a really cool uh, space for WWE to be exploring a billion-dollar company, spending money buying houses to destroy and then putting back on the market. Right. Uh, that's everything I like. I, I get fucking... Uh, almost erotically uh, uh, <laughs> excited about that. Uh, uh, the fact, um, should we cut that? No, uh, no, no, okay, no, no, okay. no, no. Was, yeah. This is deep. It's into not my the, fucking house. It's not this a big is, deal. This uh, is deep into the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where no one has feelings this deep yeah. in. But uh, 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 yeah, but I'm saying like stuff like that, like the projections onto the yeah. the mat. People hate that stuff. No, no, they don't. They hate they the 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 sister gal gal stuff. People don't like when things don't have payoffs and don't make sense. Right. So I think that Randy Orton run had to, when and he burnt down the house, all that stuff. In hindsight, holds up pretty nicely to me. Is cool stuff. It, I want more execution of that stuff. I want more video vignettes. I want more acting from Bray Wyatt. I want more pre-shot stuff with Bray Wyatt. More. More cult stuff. Yes. To be converting more people. Yeah. Uh, uh, it gets bigger every day. And Strowman should be a major acquisition if that happens. He could, it could be during his current title reign. Use Bray Wyatt for story. Yeah. I would have them. Not for Ambrose Bullshit. Right. I would have them, I would have the Wyatt family, yeah, come back, same exact Wyatt family, and I would not put Strowman in it 
right away. I would have them maybe get into some trouble and then Strowman's music hits and he comes out and helps them. Right. Maybe not put him directly in the fold of the Wyatt family, but like make it known that it's like Strowman is going to show up from time to time to help the Wyatt family because there's that connection there. Well, yeah, that that's three-dimensional, yeah. right? It's like we all have weird allegiances and loyalties that like we wish we didn't have, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, all right, hey, last thing. Uh, LaCroix boy, Aaron, Aaron Whitelaw, said, uh, he said, uh, do you think, basically he said, do you think that they should do a triple threat of Mania for the women's match? And he said, no, I, I think it should be Becky versus Ronda. And I think 100%. If we don't see Becky, Ren, I'll say it right now, if we don't see Becky and Ronda at Mania, WWE made a massive mega mistake. WWE, if there is a mole and you are listening to me, listen, not everyone gets to be wrestling at WrestleMania. It is a privilege. Mm-hmm. It is a privilege to wrestle at WrestleMania. It's not a celebration of the year. That's not what it is. It is... Uh, it, it, it is reward for an incredible years of work, a year of work. It should be this year. Now, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey because Becky Lynch earned it. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's it. Sorry, Charlotte. You thought it was going to be you. It wasn't. You didn't have a good of the year, and it only makes you better. All right, that's it. Although, I don't know why WWE, they're so comfortable shafting some guys who shouldn't be shafted. Yeah. And then, like, there's – but then they're also sometimes – there's sometimes they're so good at just like oh uh, well we're we're sticking with the plan I, I don't get it we'll never get it and that's why this podcast will continue in, to infinity anyway and beyond <laughs> speaking of beyond everybody remember right now uh, we have a lot of stuff going on patreon.com we had our push to 100 I'm going to be doing giveaways on the Facebook page if you listen to this podcast and you're not a member member of comedians of wrestling podcast Facebook page you're missing out. Great community. Uh, join on there. I'm going to be giving out to uh, 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 some free giveaways that I owe you guys this week. The Attitude Era title pin, Naito keychain. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have to say, I own the Naito keychain. You gave me it. People ask about it all the time. It's a conversation starter. That can be yours if you get it. Absolutely. You get that. You get that. Also, remember, for patrons, if you're a patron, consider joining the producer level so that you can see on Christmas Day, you will be able to see my stand-up special of all professional wrestling material that will be released publicly in Q1 2019. (laughs) Uh, But that'll be a nice uh, Christmas treat for you guys. Uh, And the 9 to 5 episode, 8-hour episode of professional of the the podcast will go to every patron level. So uh, and that will we're recording that on December 10th, and I'll tell you the exact day when that's going to be coming out. So much cow coming at you, and still, this is the tip of the iceberg. You guys called and respond. Remember, you guys tell me what you want, right? If all you patrons drop out tomorrow, I'll stop doing this. I'll go be an accountant. But if you want to support this show, you like what we're doing, you like that these fucking episodes are two and a half hours long because we're hanging out, that you get to come hang with us, and you get to join cow. And uh, if you're digging it, then keep supporting the show. We are grassroots. I promise you, we do not have the resources of, the, <laughs> of a show or another. So if you want to support it, uh, 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 please do. Don't be a jabroni like the guy who waited for us, to doubted us to get 100, and now we'll jump on. Uh, go on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Remember, half of the hoodies are already sold out. If you want a cow... Limited edition cow title hoodie. When you see us rocking it, you're going to be like, fuck, I should have ordered one when yeah. we don't have your size. Um, and when this podcast I literally is- was talking to the guy, the printer today, being like, I sent him the exact dimensions of the WCW title. I was like, it's 13.1 by 11 by 4. I was like, I just want to make sure that it's 
it has to. I want it within him. I gave him within a margin of error. He's like, yeah. I promise. He was getting annoyed with me because yeah. I'm like, I, I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah no, I was gonna, this is this is this is merch that you're gonna. We have a lot of great merch. All of our merch is great. Yeah, but this is merch you're gonna want when this podcast is topping the iTunes charts. When you know we we are the we're the go to wrestling podcast for the rest of the world. You're in on it now. Right. You are already in on it in the ground floor. When this blows up, you're going to be like, hey, check out this cow hoodie that I got because I supported them in the Vintage. early days. Absolutely. Vintage. And, yeah. and, and, I, and I will say this is that, uh, 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 is that, well, like I said, I promise you, this year, we shot the special. We got an eight-hour episode coming out. Yeah. We've given away this merch. We've printed two fire pieces of merch this year, plus our ProWrestlingTees.com. All that happened in... In a year, yeah, I'm not slowing down at all. Like I got big plans for next year, and it's all about push. So check out the Patreon. There's gonna be new tiers. Uh, and, and thank you so much to people who support. I'm acting like no one's supporting the show. We have a great amount. We do have a lot more listeners yeah. than, than people who do support the show. So I'm asking you to consider it if you like what we're doing and if you dig the vision we have here and you want us to push forward. Um, a couple bucks a month, not a big deal. No. Uh, so patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. And make sure if you're a patron, get your address in there. I can't send you little treats. I can't show you appreciation uh, if you don't, if I don't have your address. Um, anyway, uh, remember, if you're a patron, bonus episode right now. Start off the cow bonus episode of the dissection of the WWE Home video the People's Champ, The Rock DVD from 2000. Hey, everybody, I'll tell you what, this was not a long week. This is one of our longest episodes, and I even had was cutting things. I had stuff to say yeah. because uh, there's never a lull time, Daddy, on the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, baby. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.